for the passion. Get ready for the banter. It's the Sedia A-Holes podcast. Forza, Tommy and Tony. All right, guys, how you doing? It's the City A-Holes with our special edition podcast. I'm Tony Vascuso. I'm here with Tommy Matera. How you doing, Tommy? Ciao a tutti, ciao a tutti. Ciao a tutti. Allora, cominciamo, right? It's <laughs> again better. So, Tommy, right now I have my 2010 U.S. Men's National Team jersey on, number 14. And the reason for that is, ladies and gentlemen, from humble <clears throat> beginnings to the world stage... The pride of Westchester County, U.S. Men's National Team, 2010 World Cup, 2012 MLS Champion, 2002 U.S. Men's uh, Open Cup, uh, two-time MLS Supporter Shield winner, 2010 Best 11, L.A. Galaxy MVP, Golden Boot winner, and more importantly, a very, very good friend, Mr. Edson Buttle. Edson, how we doing, dude? Doing great. Doing great. Right, Pleasure to be here. You know, Tommy, you know, nice to meet you finally. <laughs> yeah, for uh, sure, man. For sure. You know, it's an honor. Congrats, really congrats, congratulations, you know, to the podcast. I think you're off to a good start. I think uh, you do well. Thank you very much, man. It's, more, than, uh, more than well. Step my vocabulary game up, you know. (laughs) (laughs) Not here, not on this show, you know. Uh, Okay, okay, I can dumb it down. All right, that's that's good. All right. So, in all honesty, man, thank you so much for being on the show. I know you're a big fan of the show. Today, you were officially an a hole. All right, we can we can finally dub you an a hole. Um, Everything. By the way, Edson, I'm going to be honest with you. Everything we just stated to you in terms of, I mean, sorry, all the things that we broke down in your career. You know, the MLS champion. U.S. men's uh, national team. Nothing as big as being dubbed an a-hole. That's that's much bigger than, <laughs> that's than everything. The that's the top of the list, right, Tommy? Am I right with that or what? For sure, that's for it, sure. Man. No that's doubt right. about that. That's right. <laughs> and thank you for that introduction, by the no way. No problem, like dude. I, I have something to add to it. It's even better. You know? Yeah, that's, yeah, exactly, exactly, exactly. So, um, by the way, guys, I might be standing up a couple times in uh, in the uh, in the in the interview tonight. I freaking destroyed my back yesterday. Okay, obviously, Tommy, you know how the the show goes, man. I always try to tell a story, dude. The, you know, like get get the get the mood right. You know that the fans love the story, and I know Edson is big on you know. Yeah, he has a garden. You know what I mean? Growing uh, fresh, you know, vegetables and stuff, big time with that. I know Edson's big with the uh, with the nutrition. Pre- and, uh, premature gardens, so still, still, still <laughs> you know, it's under construction at the moment. So no lie, man, I feel like I'm freaking Elmer Fudd, right? I got a freaking rabbit in my garden, dude. Okay, oh, and the rabbit's God. in the garden. The other day, I'm in there. Okay, I swear to God, I get in there. The thing takes a look at me, right? Just looks at me, <laughs> looks at me, right, and then goes to the arugula and just starts eating it right in front of me. <laughs> so I had a. I know it's, it, yeah, that thing is gangster, bro. Right. So now I got I had to put like all the fencing up and like the and stuff. I had put I put a big uh, uh, block to put the fence down, and I threw my bra- back out for a rabbit. So this is uh, this is my life right now, man. I, I literally feel like Elmer Fudd. That's why I posted that today. Uh, well, when they say you get injured, injured, you know, at least now you know what to work on. To nah, I just, you yourself, know what, man? You know? Yeah, I just yeah, feel like I'm a, trying to look at the. I'm yeah, trying to bring light to it. I feel know? like I feel like an old man, dude. That's that's the problem. I feel like an old freaking that, man. Uh, that definitely confirms it. But uh, <laughs> all right, so Edson, let's get into it, man. All right, so let's start with the uh, let's start with the uh, humble beginnings for first, right? So born and raised in Westchester County, right? Yes. Right, so born in uh, in White Plains, to be precise, correct? Born in, yes, born in White Plains. White. Saint, Ag- Saint Agnes Hospital no longer exists. So. Really? Wow. Yeah. So you know, crazy. Just crazy. born in White Plains <laughs> right now. And then you moved to New Rochelle, right? 
Um, but to I was living in Portchester first, and then Port- moved from Portchester to Nurshell. Nurshell, okay. Right, and then uh, Tommy. So listen, I you know it's it, you know I know you listen to the show. Me and Tommy, you know, having the Italian upbringing, man. It's all about food. I know you got the same upbringing, you know, that uh, Jamaican upbringing. Um, but we always we're always talking about food. Some great places in Westchester County, man. Me and uh, Edson, whenever we meet for the uh, <coughs> have some meetings or whatever, it's uh, Postal Twenty Two. That place is That's great. Where- yeah, that's, that's it. Tommy, really Tommy, ama- Tommy amazing. Tommy amazing. Yeah, Tommy amazing and gnocchi over there, dude. I always get the gnocchi. Really? Yeah, really, yeah. really good. I, mean, I love gnocchi, dude. One time I was kind of skeptical when Tony came to the meeting. And I was like, man, <laughs> I wonder if this is like, he's like, oh, I'm just going to give it the thumbs up or thumbs down. And so I was waiting for, for uh, Tony to take the Spurs bite. Yeah. And yeah. Then I looked at him and I was like, how is it? He said, it's good, man. It's good. It's I was good. like, yes. <laughs> so, and, and, th- and this is what, and Tommy, this is what we talked about too, man. Like, you know what? Like what he just said right there, man, that th- this w- you got to care about what my palate says when it comes to Italian food, right? Yes, if I want, if I want Caribbean food, if I want some, you know, hey, hey Edson, is this good? I would listen to Edson about that. You know oh, what I'm saying? Like, sure. That's, that's, sure. But uh, the other place too uh, um, in uh, Port Chester was uh, the uh, diner, Roxy's Diner. Love Roxy's, Roxy's Diner. diner with the, shout out to uh, Dimitri and Billy over there. Yes, Tommy. Dimitri if you ever, Billy, if we, Tommy, we'll bring you there one day, man. You're being like Columbia over please, there. I love that. You got Ed, Edson's kid. Edson's kid setting up. Uh, you know, it's up in the wall there. It's really cool. The LA Galaxy one. Um, food's really, really good there as well. But all, all, all in all, just the area's got some really, really good food. Some, some top notch uh, food for sure, man. So, but so Edson, talk to me about growing up in Westchester County, man. Because you know the funny thing is, is that you know. Uh, Tommy grew up in Fairfield County, right? Um, I grew up in Milford, so that's that's fear. Is that New Haven or is it Fairfield, Tommy? I think you're technically New Haven. New Haven, right? But anyway, you know, but it was still like if you ever go into Norwalk, man, it's it's so diverse, right? It's a beautiful city. The food is phenomenal. You know what I'm saying? You yeah, can get all kinds food. of all kinds of different culture and stuff like that. Was that was similar with Westchester County, like where the area you grew up? A very good diverse kind of mix. <laughs> That's correct. That's yep. correct. That was my impressions of uh, right. Westchester. Very right. diverse. You know, yeah. even when I had to go play soccer in Long Island, it was diverse there. Just everywhere I went in New York, it's just, just one big melting pot. Right. Yeah. And right. Um, so it's competitive, right? I mean, so much people. Right. So many people, you know, you got, the bar is set high. Kind of everyone's kind of pushing each other. So right. I would say that that is probably why things are the way they are here. Right. <laughs> right. right. Because you what I'm get the best. What I'm getting at is, and Tommy knows he can, you know, he, Tommy will agree with this, is like when. You know, you say something, you say Fairfield County, you say Westchester County, I think people think of one thing, right? They're like, oh, that's, you know, that's a rich, you know, part of the, you know, the country, the whole thing, but they don't get, and that's why I brought up the Norwalk part is that it's, it's a diverse area, man. You got beautiful culture there and it's not just about the side of, you know what, this is just a ritzy area, a lot of, you know, you know what I'm saying? A lot of rich people or whatever. It's, that's not the case. You know what I mean? You got hard work, you know, hard, hard, hard nosed people living here and, and great culture as well. Yeah, they say that us and Stanford are the donut holes of Fairfield County. <laughs> oh, that really? What does that mean? That means we're the, we're the hole in the middle of all the, uh, the wealthier folks. Yeah, this is this uh, the best part. Okay, okay. Yeah. I mean, it's like the best of the works, I guess. I don't know if that's right. the worst. Are, are, are the works of the best and the worst of the I best? Guess, the, that's the worst right. of the best. Yeah, the worst yeah. of the best. I guess. That's what I they know. say, but I don't believe it. So, so that's like still a high bar. <laughs> so we're talking about the, the humble beginnings, right? So you're born, okay? And your your father Winston, which Tommy, I don't know if you met Winston, unbelievable guy, been coaching forever with Golden Touch Soccer, um, you know, great technical coach, um, just doing phenomenal things. Coached a lot of players that made it to the the national level, um, and uh, 
he he decides to name you Edson, right? Now, for those that don't know, Edson is the first name of Pele, right? And what I feel, like, I was thinking about this for a second. I'm like, you know, Winston decides he's going to call uh, Edson Edson, but he doesn't decide to say I'm going to call him Pele, right? Because think about if he <laughs> called you Pele, like what he's setting it up for, right? He tactically gives you the name Edson because he knows that probably the majority would be like, all right, we don't, you know what I mean? And then now is the name, you start to build the name. You're like, oh, I was actually named after Pele. So where did that come from? Was was Winston a big uh, Brazilian national team fan? Like, you know what I'm saying? Growing up, the whole thing? Well, he definitely wasn't a Brazilian fan, yeah. um, soccer fan. Yeah. And I think uh, Pele helped him become a Brazilian fan right? Um, with, with his success. You know, Pele, you know, three World Cup winner. Um, even the style, how we played, right? Very skillful, crafty. My dad played similar. But my dad was fit, so you know you can't play skillful if you're not fit, right? I mean, like <laughs> like tri- dribbling wise, you know, like you don't want to hold the ball too long if you're not fit, right? You know? So my dad, you know, he, he, didn't, he didn't drink or smoke, so he was a good um, uh, role model or example, you know, um, to to see growing up. But um, he definitely was a big bro- uh, Brazilian fan. Naming me Edson was strategic. I called him the Zen Master, so it was so I didn't know he was a Zen Master until like three months ago. You know what I mean? Right. So I was always questioning him. Like, oh, you know what you're talking about? But uh, <laughs> so I'm kind of owning, you know, how, how strategic my dad is. Right. Um, and um, he, he definitely strategic. He probably could have named me Pele because my mom would approve that. He's like, Pele, that's crazy. <laughs> Edson, Edson still had to argue for Edson, you know? Yeah, yeah right. right. <laughs> so. So um, that's a good, good question. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so, so, um, so go ahead, Tommy. Go ahead. Yeah, no. So Edson, quick one. What was other than Pele? Obviously, what was your first influence in the game other than your father? Like, who did he have you watch growing up? Because obviously, you know, in, in your time, I think the NASL was just ending, right? When you when you were a little kid. So, yeah. kind of, what was your influence in the game? Because obviously, like Tony will tell you, when we were growing up. I didn't even have a choice in the matter. I was watching Serie A whether I wanted to or not. <laughs> you know, obviously yeah. I wanted to, but kind of what was your, your first influence in the game? Well, definitely my dad mm-hmm. because he would go play in these um, leagues that you just mentioned mm-hmm. that folded. And mm-hmm. um, I would be little parks or – but they right. had, there were other players that had kids. So the vibe okay. around the game, the fans, you know, some of these right. leagues had fans there right. um, and good supporters, I should say. Um, okay. And uh, that environment, you know, sparked a love for the game, the passion or the interest. Mm-hmm. And um, but watching on television for the Italian league, right? So right. it was kind of boring. But you say, just watch this, you know. Mm-hmm. And you kind of just wait for a goal, but you observe. You may fall asleep, but it's um, <laughs> you want to hang out with dad a little bit, but you kind of right. want to go play. But he's like, no, just watch this. For, you know, I don't right. even know if he said hours or what. But I right. just remember watching it and mist over the field, right? I remember that Italian league and the, yes. the accent and then when the goal scores, the, the every just that whole vibe, I think that's what gives me that deep patch. I, I connect. It resonates with me, you know? And um, okay. I can't describe it for the non-soccer fan. It's like, no, you had to live it. You know? I know. <laughs> it's so true. That it's, is so true. It, and like the, when you see the smoke from the fireworks and it's... Yeah, oh, yeah. yeah you know, you that. don't understand. People don't understand that, that that didn't happen in England and Spain back no. then. Like, that was only in Italy where there was... You couldn't see the game for 10 minutes because there was I didn't so know much that. smoke. I didn't know that. I just learned something. I didn't know. I thought yeah. it was... It. Okay. But, Edson, as you know, you hang out with me for, uh, for a couple minutes, man. We do a big. You know what I'm saying? Italians, yeah, yeah, Italians yeah. do it big, man. 
We do nah, a big. You don't mess like, around. <laughs> Between your OCD and your strategic way of who you hang out with, where you, mm-hmm. yeah, I, I see. You. And, I see. And so, and so, you know, we've been hanging out for a little bit now with with, with the coaching and stuff. And immediately, he's like, "Dude, you got OCD, bro. You, you got, you're over the top." <laughs> yeah, then you just immediately see that. Yeah, but um, Jackie's jacket is like perfect. You know, the sneakers, <laughs> but I respect it though. Not so much. I respect the sneaker game. So he's got, Tony's got good sneaker game. Yeah. So the yes, he so he names you Edson. I man. think the culture. It's not in yeah, it's yeah, it's over there. The, 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 I was on the plane. The store just was kind of. Like, <laughs> and everybody, like, I'm like, I, need, I need my food. You know what I mean? Like, they're like, they're like checking themselves. They're like, yeah, in a minute. Let me check out. Yeah, 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 yeah. So. So big shoes to fill, right? He calls you, he names you Edson, right? And I, I thought about like, cause now you're already like involved in the soccer like world right now. We brought up, we had did a show, me and Tommy uh, a couple of weeks ago, it was about the uh, Atalanta and literally in the, in the <clears throat> hospital, the baby is born and they give you the, the kit of uh, Atalanta right there. And then with the kid's name on it and everything, like, it's like, here's what you're doing. Right. This is what you're going to, you know, love the, the whole thing. But I'm thinking about it with the name and I was thinking about this today. I'm like, but you gotta, you gotta own up to that. Right. You gotta, you gotta go to that level. If you're going to have that name, you know what I'm saying? You gotta play to that level. I'm like, I'm thinking if my dad and Tommy, Tommy, you were a better player than me, obviously, but my dad's like, you know what? We're going to call this kid. We're going to call him Roberto. Right. They give me the name Roberto. And then he sees me step on the field and he's like, yeah, we're going to take that name Roberto away from you. You know what I'm saying? Like you got to be able to own up to that name. You know what I'm saying? When he, when someone gives you that name, but it, it's crazy how that that you know the, the parents try to put that influence in from the beginning because of their passion, right? And then you buy into that, and you're like, "Yo, this is this is something I love." You know, Tommy just said it before, where it's like, you know, you're 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 in this in this family, and you're like, this guy's obsessed about this sport, and like, do I got to buy into it too? And and then that passion just comes through. You know what I mean? Absolutely, it's crazy. especially if you're around the game, you know. Right. No pressure, no pressure having it in America. Right. Like at all. No. You know, but yeah. at they all, probably didn't know. even know. No. no I mean, like you said, like pressure. Tony said earlier, ninety-eight percent of the people in this country don't know that Pele's first name was. Yeah. No. <laughs> at all. And then and there's no like deep love for the game to even care. It's like, oh, okay. Right. Cool. So <laughs> you know. So Edson, let's get into um the youth career, man, because obviously what's going on nowadays with um. You know, you know, pay to play and a lot of stuff with uh, so many different, uh, you know, programs out there. Me and Tommy did a really good uh, uh, episode and Tommy vented out a lot of anger towards, uh, you know, the DA and how things are set up. And we both had our opinions on it. But at the end of the day, you know, what people had kind of got from that interview was is like, yeah, you guys were kind of both you're in different spots. But at the same time, you had the same understanding of, you know what, this needed to be better from the top to the bottom. You know what I mean? So your local teams, like, was it, did you play for, like, you know, was it uh, White Plains or, you know, when you were growing up and they started getting into those youth teams from your, from, you know, with your dad coaching, what teams did you start to, uh, to play for? Well, um, so I started recreational soccer. I could start from there, you know, in um, Blind Brook and Rye. Yep. And then, then I um, played travel soccer with uh, Nurshell. And then the, the, at the time, Soccer wasn't as uh, physical in Westchester. You know, it wasn't as tough. So my dad had me go to Long Island. And um, it was a lot more physical out there. I played up a bit. And then I played my age um, when I was about 17. Because those guys that played up, they were in college now, right? right. So I had right. to eventually play with my, my age group. So, um, you know, I played with Amityville, you know, HBC, you know, Nurse Shell. 
and I started in Rye. And then, um, you know, I played high school ball as well. So I would play, you know, in September to like, what is it, October or something? Uh, yeah. First peak high school ball at the time. And I always kept my integrity, you know, even if the, the level was low, I never like pointed the finger on these guys. I'm sorry. You know, I was just happy to get a game in. And if I feel like if I'm on, I feel like I can make the team better. You know what I yeah. mean? That's just, that's, you know, if I'm, I can make, make the game go. You know, yeah. so this is my, my, my mindset. But uh, from there, you know, I did ODP. Um, ODP went regionals, then I went nationals, um, and from there, uh, you kind of <clears throat> you go to these little camps, you know. Um, from there, you know, and then you you go back again. You gotta like do it all over. ODP right. regionals, you know, all the way up. But then mm-hmm. I made the U twenty national team. Um, but at first, it wasn't just you know a lot of ups and downs to get there. You know, when I first went, when I went into my first camp. With the U20s, Wolfgang Sonholtz, um, rest in peace. You know, he just passed away not too long ago. Um, told me I wasn't ready, you know. Kyle Martino, he was on that team as well um, from Connecticut, uh, Westport. Yep. And um, he told me I wasn't ready, but I didn't know how to eat the right way, you know. So when I go to these camps at that age, I was about 18, you know. 18 and prior to that, I see pancakes, you know. Chicken, uh, not chicken, sorry, the chicken was there, though. But um, not fried chicken, grilled chicken, but the bacon, the bacon with the pancakes, you know, um, and just stacking it up, the, the chocolatey clear bars. I used to just <laughs> stack up in my room, you know. Aleko <laughs> actually was my room a few times on those trips in Shula Vista in uh, California. And, uh, it, you know, it catches up to you. Like, the first thing, you're, you're, you're cooking, right? It's like, yeah, you're, you're on. You know? But then as your body... You know, builds up this lactic acid, and you don't know. You have to learn eventually how to uh, manage your days, right, and your food. And in those times, it, it wasn't as heightened as it is today, where you know you can YouTube things. Aleko was on the computer stuff. I'm like, I don't know how Aleko was on his computer in like '98. But I guess that's what what he uh, what he what he, he's smart. He's ahead of his time, right? Those things. But um, yeah, I eventually figured it out, and then um, I, I played. Uh, once I realized I need to get fit, I went to the Long Island Rough Riders. And uh, from Long Island Rough Riders, I led the team in goals with Paul Riley who was on that mm-hmm. team. You know, Paul Riley, he's down the, down there with the women's team in North Carolina. Um, he's a striker as well. So that helped my game in Liverpool, English game. So I think someone that had a global perspective of the game, the timing of me having that my first year um, helped my game, you know. And he would call me a diamond in a rough. So once I played that full, I won a college championship before the A-League, too. So I, going into that season, I thought I would be on um, that first game. I thought I would be ready to go. Just won a championship to come to find out I'm not ready. Played the whole season at the Rough Riders. Got fit, you know, um, got drafted <laughs> by, by the crew, Columbus crew, after that season. And um, then the rest is kind of history, you know. So you kind of touched on it. It was something I wanted to ask you was, you know, you touched on Aleko kind of being ahead of his time with the nutrition and the computers and stuff. Mm-hmm. How do you feel in terms of, like, if you give the players from, like, your era and before you the technology that these guys have now, what do you think the difference in level would be in terms of – because oh. I think their mental, our mentality and their mentality and the great one's mentality was much different than some of them now. Mm-hmm. Uh, what, so what do you think about that? Well, I think the technical ability back in the day – and and the twelve team league is mm-hmm. a little harder to get into than a thirty man league, right? You know, so and now you have a lot more desire to play in MLS because it's highlighted. You got more media coverage, you know. Right. You have more 
know, media awareness. You know what I mean? Um, right. And um, so guys think, oh, I see one of my buddies making. I can do that because I know so and so. Before it was like no one knows it's the league. You have to keep the integrity, so you have to have a real love for the game. The money wasn't there. Mm-hmm. Um, and then if you were an American at that time. Especially not just me, but the older guys like the 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 Harksies, the uh, right. the Burholds, you had to be really good because <clears throat> you were good professional foreigners that were that were living here. Yeah, you know, kicking yeah. butt. You know what I'm saying? And then you didn't have a lot of um, space to, to play. So the tabs, yeah. the tabs. You know, those guys from Uruguay. You know, so it's like mm-hmm. yeah, guys like that, um, that Ramos, that were crafty, skillful to right. put to push the needle. Um, where now. In the league, um, I don't think the American coach or the coaches in MLS trust the American players, you know? Um, mm-hmm. they, they're, they're, they're rather die by the foreigner, you know? Um, mm-hmm. The Central American or or the, the Caribbean um, Hispanic kid, you know? Um, or, or Jamaican, or, you know? Right. I don't know about the Jamaican. They didn't qualify either, but, you know? <laughs> the, the, the Costa Rican, you know? <laughs> but um, And they're developing... When they're getting these minutes, the American player is is, is suffering at, at, at um, right now. But um, the league is still here. They'll learn. I feel like we'll catch on fast. Um, we're, we're quick learners, you know. I think like playing with a chip on our shoulders. So I think a good crop of players are going to come out of this. So, so Edson, you went to uh, State Fair Community College in Missouri, right? Yes, the junior college, right, 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 right. Little, smack in little Missouri. Yeah. So you went. You went one year there. <laughs> No, semester. Semester there. Yeah. And you won the you won the so we won the national championship. So um uh State Fair is a, a JUCO college, right? Which I yes. thought was which I thought was interesting, man, because it's like, you know, nowadays it's like, all right, what D one program do you play for? You know, whatever, and it's it's really kind of the path that you choose and kinda of obviously the determination that you put in um, you know, as you develop as players. And I think that that's you know, it speaks volumes for you to kinda, you know, to now tell your story and state something like that where, you know, might be a player that's developing um, and might think that, you know, hey, I have to go the path of being a D1 player or whatever it is, and, and that's just not the case, correct? I mean, it's it's kind of your path and what you're determined to do. Yeah, I would like to say I came the unconventional route you know, where, <laughs> right. yeah, where, you know, you, you have guys that are, <clears throat> are 16 years old in Italy or in England or Spain. They're looking to go to that first team. Right, you know, and right. um, here they're like, oh, I, you know, I, I want to see if someone says I can play pro, but I, I'm going to go to college first. But if I, if someone tells me I can go pro, I may entertain it. Where in Europe it's like, oh, I'm going pro. I need to make that first team, you know, right. at 16. So they're taking each and every training session a little bit more serious, and um, you know, a little bit more desire and hunger there. And at a young age, with the mentality, right? The mentality is what um kicks everything off at, at an early age. Which, you know, by the time you're 21, you know, you have already, you know, how many games as a pro where, you know, you start to look like a pro. You know, you're around pro guys. You started to think, eat, how you're off the field lifestyle. You know, as you're 21, you come out of college, you're like trying to figure out, you know, where's your restaurant in town? Or, you know, how am I going to, you know, what does my body need? How does it feel after six months of training, you know? <laughs> when you got a guy that has four years in already. That's the master of six months of training to know how he's going to recover. You right. know, he's fresh. <laughs> he ran, he's ready to go. He's a well-oiled machine, you know? Yeah. He's, he's got a master's degree in playing, and you have a bachelor's degree, and I have no idea what. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, man, comical. So you, win, so you win the national championship there at, you know, I should ask you probably as a youth player, but did you – 
did you start thinking now I'm going to, I'm going to pursue this pro career? Like what, at what point was it like, all right, this is definitely the pathway I'm going to be looking to be a, be a pro. Well, the 82s were kind of like the trendsetters at that time. I, we fell <clears> short <throat> of that U-17 World Cup and with the success of um, Landon and Bees um, and uh, Connor, Connor, uh, Bobby Comedy mm-hmm. on that team. You know, those guys um, set, set us back a little bit. So when I saw those guys go to <clears throat> 40, I think Landon won the Golden Boot. I think Beasley won the Silver Boot or something like that. But... Um, it, it sparked something within me, you know, and um, I was like, if they can do it, I know I can do it, you know. Yeah. Um, this, I had that attitude, but I didn't show it. I had a subtle inner confidence, but I saw Bees go to Project 40. Um, his brother, um, his older brother's name, is it DeMarcus? Um, J- Jamal, I think. Jamar, I think. Jamar, Jamar. Yeah. yeah. Jamar Beasley, he was in there. So they had this 40, Nike Project 40. It was kind of like a cushion, you know, Nike. If you didn't succeed your first two years, Nike was going to pay for your four years of college. Right. You know, but in the back of my head, I'm like, nah, I don't want to go to college. I'm going to make the most out of this right. and, um, and keep going. So I think you can actually call them back. I don't know if that's still it's in the contract. I, gotta re- I didn't read the fine print at the time, but <laughs> don't tell nobody. But um, it doesn't make me look too good. But uh, shoot, I had to look into that. But, I don't, but, but experience, like you said, experience is... Um, is, is is a better I feel like these days. Yeah. But um but yeah that kind of sparked the interest um yeah. in me playing pro. I didn't know I was gonna go pro right away, but um <clears> especially <throat> in college where you have friends that don't know that how good you are, you know? So yeah. so uh Beasley and Landon, I gotta take my hat off Gooch and those guys. When I saw how well they did and they went Gooch went to Europe, Landon went to um Europe, Leverkusen I think, mm-hmm. and then Bees went project forty. So I was like, Okay, that's what I wanna do, you know. So Thank you, I tell you, thank you for that. Yeah, I would tell you, thank you. Yep. So now you sign with the the Rough Riders, Long Island, right? That's the old uh, A League. So Rough Riders are now in the USL, um, the USL two with us, right? We play Rough Riders, don't we play Rough Riders? Yeah, I think we right. do play Rough Riders. Right, right, right. I saw that. I should know that, right? Yeah, we play Rough <laughs> <laughs> I marked that game off the calendar. Yeah, yeah. yeah see, we already. I, I, see I can't it make it too right obvious. Yeah. I can't. I can't make it too obvious that I'm looking forward to that game. You know? So now, <laughs> so how many years? How many years were you with the Rough Riders, Edson? Uh, just one year. One year. So then, uh, then, yeah. then after that, you're MLS, MLS bound. You get you signed with the Columbus Crew. Yes, now, right. Tommy. And me and Edson were yeah. talking about this the other day. This was the first time that I I understood what Will Call was, right? And and That's true. for those for those for those that don't know, we have. Uh, but this is the whole show. This day. That's show. it, right? That's right. Laugh, so laugh, Tommy. Laugh, laugh. We've, we've brought him up on the show. We brought him up on the show before. Basically, my basically my brother, right? We we call each other uh, brother from another mother. A mother, Yohansa Martin, uh, is uh, Edson's. Basically, it's his his cousin. They're extremely close. Uh, grew up together, and uh, Edson obviously Edson when he became pro, when me and Yohans were friends and we were playing soccer, and Yohans, me and Yohans grew up in the same high school. And uh, he was like, oh, you know, we're going to go start seeing Edson play, you know, MLS games and whatever. I remember the first game? It was Edson came to uh, New England, played the Revs. And uh, that was the first time we ever understood what Will Call was. And you know, it says, oh, we got to go to Will Call. And I'm like, what the freak is Will Call, dude? I don't even know what the hell you're talking about. He's like, oh, Edson left the tickets for us. And we're, you know, so uh, it was, it was, it was, it was it's, really. It's an experience. It's an experience. It was, it was really. It was really cool because we just knew that we had, you know, this friend that we could 
whenever he was around, we can go and see him play and we can support the league because, as we know, guys, a big city out fan, you know, European, uh, you know, love the European model, the whole thing. When MLS came out, it wasn't something that really sparked, you know what I mean, for me. And then Edson being there and, you know, having someone that we can say, oh, you know, we're going to support this, you know, kind of changed it for us where we supported the league a little bit more. Um, but now you're, you're signed with the crew, right, 2001. Was Kyle with you there when you signed with, with 01? Did he come come with you there? Or? No, Kyle came 02. 02, 02 there, right? So yeah. what, what was Columbus like, dude? Because me, when me and you talk, you talk about Columbus, you love Columbus. The area, I mean, there's a cult following there. You know, when this whole thing was going down where they were going to lose the crew, I mean, you saw yeah. them it was fighting crazy. fighting yeah. tooth and nail, and it's awesome that they were able to, um, to, to, to keep their team. Quick story, when I was down in Hilton Head, um, we're eating at a uh, at a restaurant, and there's a there's a guy there, and he's got a Columbus Crew shirt on, and it it says Buttle in the back, and I'm like, oh my God, man, I gotta I gotta talk to this guy, and he's <laughs> of like, of course you do, man. yeah, I had to talk to him, right? He's like, he's like, I love he, Edson's my favorite player. He's down to earth. He's humble. I can relate to him, and it, it, he's, he was from Ohio, man. But so, what was it like being in Columbus, man? Because I always hear like great fan base and just all around just great area. Well, it's definitely different then than it is now, yeah. you know? And um, back then, they, they were able to get a good crowd, um, but the, the knowledge of the crowd. You know, I kind of was conditioned to think that, okay, they, they, I scored a goal, but maybe you don't understand the buildup or certain runs or off the ball play, off the ball play the mannerisms of the players, you know, because energy, right? It's like sometimes you can tell a player doesn't have it, by the way, he walks up to the field, right? I know... Money sometimes gives us a, some uh, false confidence, right? So the money kind of didn't really, you know, spark that confidence, you know, which should be the opposite, right? You should be fit and and, and have self, you know, self-awareness and self-love to project the confidence, the meaningful things. But the energy of the stadium, it's like you had to sell the game, you know? It's like, uh, yeah, you, um, there's a league, you know, but... You know, that could have just been mind games with, with people on the outside, knowing yeah. there's a league, knowing you're an athlete. So now that right. I'm a little bit looking in hindsight. But now, you know, they're building a new stadium. You know, I, I, I'm a little bit wiser, so I realize Columbus is uh, a sports state. You know, they support their team, the Buckeyes, you know, whether it's, you know, the Cavs. And it's mostly the Buckeyes. I in Columbus. I'm not even talking about Cleveland. But um, it's a sports state, so they take their sports very seriously. You know, they produce um, the fourth most NFL players. So you have like Texas, California, Florida, and you got Ohio, right? Wow. <laughs> so um, I saw that on ESPN somewhere. So um, like I said, I go back there. They still love me. Like people that were young then have kids now, and you know, life takes you on a journey, right? And then kind of realize the sacrifice you need to make it to that level, even though you're not getting you know, European money at that time. Right. So um, the subtle little things of being in that community um, at that time, you know, I see I see the <clears throat> significance of it now, you know, or I don't just, I know there's a better word for that, but I see people coming to one of you have alumni games come around and thank us for saving the crew, I would say, you know, right. and um, being a part of that process. Kyle played a major role in that, Dante Washington, Frankie Hayden, um, Mike Clark, you know, Mike Lapper, a lot of these guys, Brian McBride, they all went back um, to do an alumni match. And just to make sure we kind of rally the town and show that we really care. And that's important. And um, Columbus being the first soccer-specific stadium, 
um, means a lot, you know, paved the way. And so um, it, it, it always has a uh, place in my heart, uh, Columbus, because that's the team that drafted me. And um, so, so Columbus, if you guys ever get a chance, and uh, you, I think the best game you can go to is Mexico versus USA. Dose zero. What's that? Dose zero? When they, when Dose, they um, yeah, play, Dose yeah, zero. zero. You get an experience that, especially in the new uh, Columbus Stadium um, that they're building, uh, it's going to be really nice. It's going to be really nice. In the art. Um, I think the owners, the Browns owners, um, got uh, got involved with the crew, with the new ownership. Dr. Edwards, a um, dear friend of mine, um, because he used to look after me with all my injuries. He's now owner, one of the owners in, in the vet interest group. And uh, yeah, I'm looking to get involved. Columbus. And nice. if you ever want to go out there, I'll go with you guys. Nice. <laughs> no. Deal. Yeah. Deal. So, so you speak extremely finely of Columbus, which is awesome. Right. Yeah, yeah, I mean, being a New Yorker. Yeah, it is. Don't be too hard. No, no, not at all. You're good, you're good. Um, so then what was the West Coast like? Oh, man, West Coast. I remember getting the call. I was in a movie theater with the girl I was dating at the time. And I was in Toronto, new friend, new franchise. I'm feeling the vibe, but we were losing. You know, I, I couldn't even join. You know, it's like yeah. we were losing, but, you know, it's a new expansion team. The fans, they're like... A step up from Columbus, I feel like as far as like loving there's Canada, right? You need to drink, you need something to drink beer for, right? And just stay warm. So they really engage in their sports. And uh, t- when you, I looked in the crowd one time, and I looked at the eyes of some of the fans, like just <laughs> like possessed, you know? Yeah. I, they, they, I think it's a higher percentage. So, <laughs> so, so um, I'm in the movie theater um, before I get traded to Columbus to LA, and I get a call, and they're like, um, "Yeah, we're gonna trade you." I forget. I think it was Alexi Lalas. He was mm-hmm. like, "Yeah, he was like, we're going to trade you to Columbia, um, LA," and I was like, "I don't hate to move again, but LA's kind of nice, you know." But weather, and um, I was excited, and then I think I already had heard rumors Beckham was coming. So then I was like, "Okay, if I can't score when Beckham gets here, then I might just hang it up." You know, <laughs> the, the best service. They're not blaming him. You know, they're going to find someone. Yeah. So um, in LA, it's a bit spread out. It took me some time to understand the layout. You know, um, just because yep. it's very spread out. You got the beach, you got Hollywood, you got downtown. Right. Um, you got you know uh, Torrance area where the stadium is, Carson over there. But um, it took me about three years to warm up to it. But I did some growing. You know, I was young. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I I I was in the South Bay at first. That's by the where the stadium is. Yeah. And then I moved downtown. And then I got to know Hollywood a little bit, which, you know, you got to keep that to a minimum or you just lose yourself there. So so um, playing with Beckham, I'll say, would, was probably the highlight. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, so, the, yeah, yeah. so that was more my, like, what's it like playing out there? Because obviously the Galaxy has played a major part in the history of the league, right? Like yes. signing some of the, you know, like Bex and, and Robbie Keane and Stevie G and Zlatan and winning championships for a while. So like that's what what was like the culture like the fans everything because obviously they have a great rivalry right now with LAFC so kind of, kind of like tell me give me the experience of what it was like playing out there us the experience excuse me oh uh, well well for first me and Beckham you know he's a humble guy you know he has mm-hmm. good energy and he's a blue collar English worker you know like you know in England they probably check you a lot if you're too arrogant right, you know, right. Break, break your legs so and then you're like a target too so he came in there motivated to play he wanted to win. 
And um, just seeing he has a little bit of OCD too, but rightfully so. You know, I like to my locker clean. <laughs> See, yeah, 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 both of you guys. I mean, the man is sponsored by Gillette. He is sponsored by Gillette. He better look at it, right? That's right. That's right. It makes it a little easier, right? When you get you're sponsored by Gillette and you get the cash, you know, it's like <laughs> so. So um, you can you can monetize your bank, you know. I guess. I mean, I don't know. Um, but anyway, so he's um, he did well with it. The um, he definitely led by example, came in there early all the time. Um, he, he was a vocal leader at times. Mm-hmm. It took some it, some growing pains there because we didn't have all the pieces at first. Mm-hmm. We uh, look, scored the most goals 2008, and then we let up the most goals. So clearly we needed defense, right? And then mm-hmm. once we got a defender, 2009, uh, uh, Omar Gonzalez and AJ De La Garza kind of uh, – you know, held things down in the back. Mm-hmm. And then we went to the finals 2009, you know, we lost in a shootout. And then 2010, we got to support his shield, but we lost in the semifinals. Mm-hmm. And then they finally got a championship in 2011, where I was, right. in, Germ- I was in Germany by then. Mm-hmm. So, uh, but, uh, but it was like a circus, you know, um, basically off the field, off the field, right. like a circus, you know. You had, you know, after training, you got media people there. Um, I mean, there's media people there when he's not around, but it's just a little amplified. When right. You're here, you know, um, and, uh, you know, whether it's <clears throat> getting off the bus. But it was good to see, you know, how he conducted himself. Um, I don't know if he called the people. One time we left, we're in Australia. And I'll tell you a quick story. And we had to leave like four in the morning. And I'm like, okay, groggy. You know the four o'clock in the morning. But you got to leave me on the bus by four. I mean, you're getting up like three. I'm not a type for me. I got to get up like three in the morning. Probably... I slept that day. Probably slept a little bit. Packed the night before to get up and kind of grind. So I'm going, we be going through the basement, like through the kitchen. And then like, there's like a little hallway. Into this door, we push it open. And everybody's like, ah, four in the morning. You know what I'm I'm like, I'm like, no way. How did they know we were coming back here? We took the back door. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so, so um, I, I don't know. I, he, he didn't. I, it must be some kind of blog or he said some stages in. I, I don't know, but it was impressive when I saw that. Oh, this guy's like Michael Jackson or something. Or, or, the, Beatles, or the Beatles, or the Beatles, right? The Beatles are English, right? Right, so, right. Uh, <laughs> so, and, Bruce, and Bruce was coaching the team then? Bruce Arena. No, at the time it was Rude Villain. Oh, he, Rude was coaching. Rude, yeah, Bruce, uh, Bruce came in oh, 2009, I think. Okay. Half, half of 2008. So, okay. So, what was it like playing for Rude and Bruce then? Yeah. Um, well, because I mean, listen, Bruce, listen. You, the two guys have done obviously great things in the game, so I just gotta have yeah. enough. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So as a pro, I, I like Rude because he's you know, one of my better players that I admire. Um, I probably um, at the growing up watching Italian soccer. I mean, so much to choose from. Um, but uh, there was a a lot of things. I think eye opening things to him as a coach. And the American player, right? Like the buffet. Right. I'll give you an example. You know, so we go, well, I forget where we were, but we go to the buffet or the, the meal, how they set up the buffet at the meal, in our meal room, you know? And um, he says, pasta with sauce. He said, this is crazy. You know, like, you can't eat pasta with sauce. At, um, you play in soccer, you got to put a little olive oil, little salt, sauces when you're not playing. You know what I mean? But... Mm-hmm. Little calories like that count, you know what yeah. I mean? And, I, and he was right. You just put a little olive oil, no sauce, and you stay lean, lean, and probably more scientific 
you know, description to that. Mm-hmm. But, um, but um, those little things where you probably didn't have to think of that in the European setting. Right. But there's so much tweaking to the organization, you know, that probably needed to be done when he arrived that um, people here are looking for, like, a microwave turnaround, like, quick. Correct. Correct. And, you know, like, these clubs, I tell Tony all the time, you see, like, 1870-something team, you know what I mean? And you're, like, a 100-year-old team. <laughs> You know, we, we want to start the league in 96 and win the World Cup in 2020, you know. <laughs> Tony, who said that on the DA show, huh? Who else said that? I think it, I think it was you, dude. Oh, okay. You me, what, do you, what, what do you want me to do, man? You want me to kiss your You want me to kiss your feet? So, li- so listen, hey, Tommy jumped the jumped the gun over here, but I got to go back a little bit here, Edson. Right when you played at with Columbus, was Rob there? Rob Yakum there? Was he there? Rob Yakum. Was he there? Was that a, on the field? Or? He was – I just bringing him up because he's a Connecticut guy. He's, uh, he's a coach yeah. at Weathersfield. He's a um, coach. Yeah, he's a coach at Weathersfield. So I just but wanted, he was a player at the time. He was a player. Yeah, he, he, played, was a, he was top five draft pick, Yeah, he, right? played, he played for the crew, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah he Rob the Yacom. Revs too, wasn't he? I think he was with the Revs too, yeah. He chose the And he was in L.A. for a little bit? No, nah, he was yeah, – I don't think he went to L.A. But he was – you know what? He might have been with that crew with uh, when it first, like with the, when the Metro Stars were still there and stuff, dude. So I think that oh, might have been a little bit. Uh, cross paths before. Right. Cross paths. Um, but so then let's go back now. So you you sign with the Red Bulls. You're back home, right? Obviously, me, me and Yo are extremely happy about that, man. Because now we got freaking we get season ten. We'll call, baby. We'll call, <laughs> right? That's right. right. So now we can go. You know, I remember, and I don't know if you remember the game, dude. You had a seat. I think it was a season opener, and it was at was it at Yankee Stadium. And Shakira performed with Wyclef. Do you remember yeah, that game? Yeah, yeah. It was at Yankee Stadium. Was it at Yankee Stadium or was that was that Giants? It was that was that the Barca was that the Barca game? I don't know. Oh, that's, that's a very good question. Right? It remember been the Barca game? The Barca game. Shakira probably. Right, and then there. and then remember and then yeah. here's here's the kicker though, Tommy. Right, Pele is in the stadium. Right, and we're you know we got decent seats. Winston's in front of us, and me and Yance are in back. Right. And I'm si- I look at Yance, I go, dude, Pele is in the same stadium as us right now. And this is what <laughs> and in all honesty, this is what, you know, Edson did for us, man, because we obviously weren't at the level of a pro, right? But we got to almost kinda live it somewhat. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Like where you got to taste it a little bit. But I, I, I remember that day, I thought it was at Yankee Stadium, bro. And then obviously the friendly that you got against Barcelona. What was that like, dude? I mean, I remember you this is how cool Edson is, man. We were tailgating, right? Before the game, it's three hours, Tommy. No lie, I got a futsal ball. I juggle a ball with this guy. I, he speak, He doesn't speak any English. I didn't say one word to him. We just juggle a ball for like three hours in the parking lot, just having a great time, right? After the game, Edson actually comes into the parking lot with us, man, and hangs out, just chills with us, talks, whatever, and... Uh, He's a and real well, guy, of course. That's he it, is. man. That's and we, that was what, what was great yeah, about it. That when you're playing against Barcelona, what was that like, man? Like you're looking. I mean, it, 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 were you starstruck or were you just like I just got to play my game? Man, funny thing, I will tell you a story I never told nobody before. So I, that's perfect. That's perfect. Exclusive right here. Exclusive. Exclusive so, on the a holes. It's a little embarrassing, but hey, we the a hole, right? <laughs> I was a hole at this point. <laughs> yes. So I was in the tunnel, you know, with the you know about to come out and to play Barcelona next to us or whatever, and whatever Barcelona. Yeah, next to us. <laughs> yeah, I should yeah. say Barcelona, whatever, right? I'm, 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 real, I'm really an a hole now, right? <laughs> so, 
<laughs> so so Barcelona is lined up next to us in the tunnel. And I'm like, you know, shaking my legs out, you know, like, man, I just got to, you know, focus, make sure I can get my chance. You know, the scout could be in the crowd. You know what I'm thinking? Like, <laughs> you guys think that's going through my mind. You know? Hell yeah. So, so um, turn around and I see Pele, like, kind of at the end of the line. But I'm like, at the third, I'm like, four in the, four in the middle of the like lineup, you know? And when I turn, I didn't know whether to, like, go up to him. But he's looking at me kind of like, you know, like, you want to say something, but... I didn't know what to do. I kind of froze. So I went to him, like, and I just kept going. Like, I was doing it. And I just turned around real quick. Bro, bro, Like, I big time. Like, I big time. That is the best thing I've ever heard. Bro, you don't turn to him and say, yo, my name is Edson, man. I'm named Edson. I panicked. I panicked. Is brilliant. I, I, you know, I, I didn't know, but like I was like froze, and I just like touched up, and I just winked, and like, like he was a yeah, like anybody, you know what I mean? But it was him, and I turned so fast, and I got scared. It kind of frightened me, you know. It's crazy, yeah. But so then, big time. So so you're only you're in New York for half the year, right? Because then you go to Toronto, right? Or were you there um, the whole year? I was there for um, six six months. So and then, I got there preseason, maybe five months, and now and then, I'm left like June. Sorry. And then you go to Toronto, and that's like you said, it's a it's a culture shock there. But do you feel that because obviously you you eventually <coughs> go to the Ger- Germany down down the road. But did you feel that that was the closest? Now thinking back to like how the European model was set up in terms of the fan base and how because I remember Yon's telling me a story. He said that you had. Your your apartment overlooked the stadium, actually, right? You actually could see the stadium from your apartment, and when the games would begin, you oh, had oh yeah, I lived on right, the twenty sixth floor, right? Yeah. So when you're when the when the game would begin, you had a fan base actually leaving a pub, and they would actually be all gathering and walking to the game together, and that's obviously what you would see in a European model. Did you notice that too when you were at Toronto? Um, like the European feel, different, like a different feel. Like was it yes, more of a, yes, that, right. that has probably <clears> contributed <throat> right. to the the. Yeah, that, that's a good point. Yeah, so it, yeah. It, our question point, it's like um, maybe because of the European the melting pot, it's like a New York feel to it. Yeah, yeah. Um, they're they're soccer. They love soccer. Right. Yeah. Right. Um, it, it, um, the Canadians, they that downtown area. It's like a metropolitan area. Yeah. And um, I was on yeah, I was on the twenty sixth floor and I sat in that building. Um, didn't get to stay there long, but um, yeah, I, I like Toronto a lot. I, I, yeah. I get to go back because we only won one game. That I left, you know, we had a long, we couldn't win a game for anything. And so, I get a chance. I'm a summer sore loser. And I'm a hole. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we are. So I would definitely, and to kind of jump in for a second, I would definitely agree with you. It's got a European feel because I was lucky enough two years ago to go to the Toronto Impact game at Toronto. And it was when uh, Toronto oh. FC, two years ago, three years ago. Anyway. When they they clinched the supporter shield and the record breaking season, yep. um, and they clinched all the points and the the feel at that game and I was sitting in the president's box with Billy Manning and the feel of that game it was like a derby it was like a local like yep. European yeah. derby and I've had to, I've had the opportunity to spend some time with the Impact and to go to that game in Toronto was phenomenal like yeah, phenomenal I bet. it was I bet. They're, the feel they're so I totally. Right? Totally agree with you. 
I was like, wow, I feel like I'm at a really, like a big time game right now. Yes, yes, yes. Uh, it was they're really necessary. cool. They're necessary. They're necessary for yeah, the and and It was there. really cool. And really, by, really cool. And by the way, what, to the Canadians. Yeah. And both cities are extremely international, right? Yes. So yes. like Montreal, which I've been to a, a hundreds of times, I love it up there, is the most European city I think I've been to on the East Coast or anywhere in, this, in the Americas. Sure. They still yeah. have the cobblestone roads in old Montreal. Yes. Very international flavor, like, yep. and, and that game made me feel like I was at a European. Correct. But the so yeah. just to, just to be clear too, what Edson brought up about the the alcohol content in Canada, dude. Okay, oh, dude, he's not lying. And by he's not lying. and by the way, I used to be a professional uh, drinker back in the day. If you guys know what I'm mean, I used to dabble with the with the alcohol, if you know. But I don't do it anymore because obviously dabble I had some, in the dark I had some, I had some issues with it. <laughs> but remember, you guys remember the, the Molson Five O's, dude. Remember Molson Five O's? Molson Five O's. Oh, yeah, that's right. Those are no joke, man. You get it. You get like a twelve pack of Bud Light. You ain't gonna feel that. You get five, six beers of Molson Five O's, man. Those are those are legit. So definitely, yes, you know, you weren't you weren't lying about that, man, for sure. Um, so now you go to Toronto. Then obviously, uh, Tommy brought up the uh, you know sign with the LA Galaxy. This is the this is where your your career changes forever, right? Obviously, going to LA, the media, the stage is big now. The lifestyle. We've got to bring up again. Another story with the LA man and, and 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 will call right. So now Edson is with the LA Galaxy and he comes comes to uh, New York and this is the first time that Bex is in New York, Tommy. Right. So obviously the game was phenomenal. It was a lot of fun. Um, this is where I saw Donovan for the first time play live, and I will tell you right now he was one of the fastest players I saw live on the field. I mean, just a quick player, just take off down the field. Um, but we see the things change now, the lifestyle change, because now you're with the LA Galaxy. And before, when it was at the crew, we would, you know, see Edson at the end of the game, and we, you know, give him a high five or whatever, get onto the bus and, and the whole thing. Now Edson is texting Johansson saying, "Yo, bro, meet me at the St. Regis." But uh, so we, I didn't even look there like this. Yeah. So now I go. So now I go. Now we go. To, so now we go to. <laughs> so we go to the St. Regis, right? And as soon as we walk in, we see Kyle, right? Kyle's there. We say hello, right? So we're like, all right, we find out where Edson's room is. We go up top. And as soon as we get out into the, uh, the out of the elevator, right, Tommy, look to the left, and there's Bex right there. No. Right? So me and your aunts were like, dude, we got to act cool, man. Like, you know what I mean? Like, you know, act cool, like whatever. <laughs> So, yo, as soon as we turn the corner, we're, like, jumping up, high-fiving. Dude, it was Bex. He was right there, whatever. And then we say what's up to Edson, the whole thing. We end up going out that night, right, to a to a nice, you know, party or whatever. It was awesome that Edson did that. He introduced me to Donovan, which, by the way, back in the day, I didn't have too you know, high thoughts of Donovan. Now I do. I think he's a good guy or whatever. Back I then, still I, was, don't. I, still I wasn't, don't, I wasn't too right. big of a wasn't too big of a fan, but I'm still not. And Edson, I love you, but that's, that's not going to change how I. So, but anyway, all right, we own it. Got to own it. Yeah, you got to own it, but you got to own it. But anyway, so now, so now we we uh, we're going to go to this other place, right? And Tommy, we're approaching the the bar, dude. The freaking line! I swear to God, it goes down like six blocks, dude. Right? Oh yeah, because they told they told the owner that Bex was going to be there, right? So we go, me and Yance. Now we're like, dude, do we got to wait in the line? Whatever. We go right up front. We go right in. I mean, we right there. It's like, yo, my that was my ten seconds of fame. I'm like, yo, this is the greatest night of my life. This is amazing. The whole thing. 
So we ended up hanging out with the whole LA Galaxy crew. It was just a phenomenal night, a lot, lot of fun. But that changed right there, Edson, for you, man. Like that, it, that the whole aspect of like possibly, you know, you would be staying in a hotel. It might be nice, but now you're at the level <clears throat> because Bex is there now. You guys are staying at the St. Regis. I mean, it just, it yeah. just, how do you feel about that, man? Just a complete change. Yeah, it was, it was, it was, uh, no, like I said, I, I was focused, you know, I think I was focused more than ever because yeah. I didn't want to lo- uh, lose that opportunity. I, I was dying to go to Europe yeah, and, um, just see what it's like. And when Beckham came and I scored 42 goals in Columbus, I scored 42 goals in LA, but for some reason people remember me more in LA. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Same amount of goals. <laughs> but it's because I wonder why. Right. And, um, so, so when Beckham was there, you know, I went to. I knew the world was watching. Yeah, you know, mm-hmm. I was one of only two players I think you know transcended uh, soccer or helped grow soccer in America, and that's Pele when he came to Cosmos and he got David Beckham. Yeah, um, it's, it's speaks volumes. You know, yep. I was a part of that. I was a part of that. So you know, I think I'm just waking up to this. I think Tony kind of helped me with all the outcome. Like I said, humble beginnings. <laughs> and um, you know, I, it's not like people when I walk outside, people have picket signs. That's it. That's it. That's it. We love you. We love you. But. People are aware, you know, and yeah. um, I, I just didn't uh, know that. You know, it just took me some time to adjust after I got I was tired. And I, I want to give that experience back to kids, you know, whether yeah. it's, you know, through the Flames, you know, with Tony, you know, <clears throat> up, up in Connecticut, and, you know, Kyle's there. Yep. My dad, mm-hmm. Golden Touch, you know, now Tommy, you know, let's do this, you know. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> so, so you just brought it up, and I, I got to jump in for a second. You said, and, and I completely agree with you, by the way, that Bex is one of the two guys that helped grow the game. Did you know it when you were playing with him? Like, did you understand that? Because it's hard for a young guy. I wouldn't have understood it. I'm not, I'm not throwing shade or anything. I'm just, you know, like, because I would say he did – he did just as much for the game as as and anybody has in this country, right? Like, did you were you able to comprehend that playing with him, or uh, did it take you a while after to go, damn, I was a part of something really really cool, you know? Yeah, now I do. I couldn't comprehend it at the time, you know, especially with my closest friend. You know, he wasn't, you know, involved. I saw probably Johansson, Tony went to more games than my friend, my best friend I grew up with. Mm-hmm. You see, that kept me kind of a little dumb to it, right? Right. Like, yeah, you play. The Beckham, but he wasn't like saying uh, that doesn't mean anything. He just right. li- living his own life, you know. And, right. And I always wanted to get to a place where my best friend I grew up with, you know, uh, was there, you know, but mm-hmm. never made it because he has his own life. Right. And then I never adjusted to it. That kind of hindered me a little bit where I didn't embrace the relationships in my profession. But right. Professional, I feel like there's some must be. I'm skeptical by nature too, so I always question things. Mm-hmm. But from the global perspective. You know, nah, I didn't know. I mean, the captain of the team in Germany. Told I mean, it's me, hard to know, yeah, right? You're yeah, a young guy. It's hard yeah. to know what when you're in it. It's like being in a bad relationship and knowing you yeah. need to take a step away but not seeing it. Right? Uh, <laughs> yeah, people were people were telling me, and they were like, you know, my best friend, my favorite player is back home, and I'm like, okay, that's cool, let's play. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because I'm just intrigued. I'm very intrigued to understand these types of things. I'm like, yeah, he's a nice guy. He's a nice guy. Or, you know what I'm saying? But I didn't think that I should. Yeah, I can't get you an autograph. I'm sorry. I can't do it, right? Yeah, I didn't know how to leverage it, you know, like as well. (laughs) So, so let's get into this now, man. So, let's get into the national team, right? So, you got, uh, 2001, you get to the U20s, right? Uh, With the national team, correct? 
Um, when, when I was 18, you were 20, right? Was that 2001? 18, right? Yeah. Yeah, 2001, yeah. Yeah. And then you, so now this is, obviously this is the city a-holes, man, and this is the, the, the story that we've been kind of waiting for here, right? So 2002, 2003, you're at the U23s, okay? Yeah. You go to Italy to play a friendly or was it a tournament? It was, I think it was a friendly. Okay. I'm mistaken. So now you're there with... Get some European experience before yeah. we go to the world. So you're, the you're there with Kyle. Kyle's with you, right? Yep. Now, what's do you remember the stadium that you played in Italy? Was it in Rome? Was it in... We, we didn't. We, we played like in a small stadium. <laughs> okay. So I think it was in Rome, somewhere right. in Rome. Because we watched Dortmund play somebody. I forgot who it was. Yeah. It was Roma. It was Roma. Yeah. Roma. It had to be Roma, right? Dortmund, Roma, Champions League. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, so oh, so you saw a Champions League game? Yeah, we saw a Champions wow, League game at that wow. time. Yep. So wherever that Champions League was around that time, around twenty three. Okay. So we saw a good game. Yep. Yeah. So now, you're do you do you uh, do you start this game? You come off the bench. How, how did it? How did the uh, the formation start? No, up I, I didn't play that game actually. I think because I, I, I played in the game before, or there was another game where there were really different lineups. So I okay. didn't even play that game. Okay, but so yeah. when you're so when you're there though, you see. Him, you see, Andrea. Yes, yeah, I have the Italy. I have the Italy jersey of that game too. The cap of I have it. I that yeah. day, but I saw a pair. How much? How much you selling that for? <laughs> That's a good question. I talked too damn much. I said there too. Like, no. <laughs> <laughs> how much you selling that for? So, so Andrea Pirlo is there. You see him playing, and you're like, "Wow, this!" It, did you did you know you know it's him, or you're like, "What's the hype about this guy?" Like, what what is your thought process when you're seeing him there? Well, at the time he didn't have well, he wasn't he was just starting out, so I don't think he was known yet. Right. You know, but right. but when he got fouled in the game, at the time I'm like, Oh, that guy looks pretty good. When he got fouled, the crowd like went, Oh, like everything <laughs> You know, so I'm like, Oh, this guy must be really big. No, <laughs> no, probably know him. Tony my, at that point <laughs> correct me if I'm wrong, Pierlo was playing with Baggio at that point in 01, wasn't he? He, he was Brescia. with he was Brescia. That's right. So that's, that's right. why people knew who he was. Because <laughs> 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 he, was, he, was, he was playing with Bacho and Guardiola. Yeah, yeah. Bro, he went down and I'm t- like the whole guys crowd. Were making runs. Guys were making runs on his team and mm-hmm. they were like turn around and the ball. Like, as soon as they go like this, the ball was like right here. I swear. Like, it was amazing. <laughs> Unbelievable. And, um, you know, it was a pleasure to watch. Like, and, yeah, Kyle would tell you more when you guys talk to him. Right. So, yeah, but, right. Yeah, well, definitely. <laughs> definitely. So now we go to the 2010 World Cup in South Africa, dude. And I find out uh, through Johans, he's like, yo, Edson made the team, and I am literally, bang, on soccer.com, immediately ordered the jersey. Gotta gotta represent, right? I still have it to this day. Talk to us about South Africa, dude. Atmosphere, food, culture, and obviously the Vuvuzelas, dude. Did you, did you have nightmares about the Vuvuzelas after this, the South African uh, World Cup? Yeah, it took a while for that to run. The Vuvuzelas, <laughs> yeah, that thing was going off. Man. Yeah. TV, man, those yeah. good. Good, uh, I don't know what that represented. What that yeah. represented? Like, it's just the noise, but that humming noise, right? That, mm-hmm. yeah. that zing, right? For a minute. But, um, yeah. It was a good experience because uh, South Africa, you know, first World Cup in Africa. So um, to be a part of that, you know, I'm humbled by it. And, and uh, you know, Bob had us in the, the woods, so I didn't feel the media that much and the, the, the tension around the game. So again, it's like that Beckham effect, right? And we yeah. was there, but I didn't really embrace it. So it's like right. I was at the World Cup, but I didn't, I wasn't in the middle of the city like how they went in 2006 when we went to Germany, and um, they were in the middle of the city. Bruce, a different coach, different method, 
Right. Bob is like, no, we're going to focus up here in the woods and uh, do our thing. So we got Group C, right? It's England, Algeria, Slovenia, right? And uh, obviously United States. Now we're just going to fast forward, obviously, to the biggest, what they, what, what people say as the biggest game in U.S. Uh, soccer history. I disagree, Tommy. I don't know if you agree with that as well, man. I think there were some that were bigger. Obviously, the Columbia game in 94 comes to mind. I would even say the Brazil game comes to mind as well. When Frankie, when Frankie, oh no, Brazil, which Brazil? The Brazil, well, the Brazil '94 game, dude. Even though we lost one nil, that was still oh, with you know a huge, huge uh, moment for the. Uh, well, I would say the quarterfinal in 2002. 2002 was a big game. Absolutely, we, 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 were, we played Portugal. very well. Yeah, yeah, and, we, and we played very well against Germany in the quarterfinal. Absolutely. And yeah. And and, and and Paul Calagari's goal against Trinidad when he hit the ball. Yeah, there you no go. Doubt. There you go. <laughs> no so the Algeria game is a frustrating game, right? We missed a lot of chances, if you guys remember. Uh, Deuce was called offside. It didn't look like he was offside on one of those goals. Um, he hit the post. If you guys remember, remember he hit the post. Ball came back off the post, and he had a sitter. The ball was right there. He could have finished. So the game was a frustrating game. So 64th minute, Edson, you get subbed in. I think you came in for uh, Maurice Adu, right? Did you sub in for Adu, I think it was? Was it Maurice? Yeah, my Adu, Maurice. Right. So you get subbed in, right? What's your mental status? Like, where are you at right now, dude? You're about to go well, into this game. I can't even remember who I came in for. <laughs> <laughs> so you're just, you're just zoned in, man. Like, you're just zoned in. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I'm like, man, this is it. You know, my dad's in the crowd. Johans was there. Yeah, Johans was there, yeah. Um, yep. yep. And uh, I was just like, trying not to make no mistakes. Look right. sharp. I'm pumped. It's like, you know, the ball comes to me, plays simple. I'm always simple, right? Simple. Yeah. And um, just try and get in the box as much as possible. Try and look fast by moving, you know, um, those, those little things. But right. I, I got to feel out the the, the the other team, right? And yeah. I, real, I started realizing Algerians, you know. If you know Zidane, I think he's Algerian. Like, yep. Those guys, are, <laughs> these guys are strong and skillful, you know. So I'm like, yeah. okay, yeah, I just make sure I just don't get run over here, you know. Yeah. So, um so I'm not small by any means, but they like to play physical. Yeah. I wasn't in Europe where I knew that my body was conditioned to the European game, but I was fit because I was having a good year. Right. And um, so I, I fit into the game right away. I got into the flow of the game. I came off the bench before, so I, I, I was um, I was sharp. That's where I'm at right now. Right. You got four You're minutes. allowed to be greedy. <laughs> <laughs> you got four minutes left in the game, right? Uh Remember, Algeria put a, cr- a cross in. They had a lot of numbers for uh, Algeria puts a cross in, and it, there's a free, it's a free header. The kid, the kid heads the ball, and it's right in Tim Howard's hands. And Tim Howard just flings the freaking ball Man. like 50 yards, dude, Man. right into Donovan. Now, coaches, right? We love the – and obviously that's, that's what we do. And as people that know me from a defensive standpoint, this was the worst – counter from a defensive standpoint i've ever seen they had so many numbers freaking forward yes, yes, yes. and nobody and they couldn't get back T- T- tim howard throws his ball right into donovan right donovan receives tommy it's a 4v2 dude there's four minutes freaking left in the game dude defense i'm just thinking defensively I'm like what are we doing right ball goes into donovan's feet ball out to uh to jose right jose puts a ball into the middle Obviously, the outstretched hand from the Algerian keeper, he gets a little bit of uh, a touch on it, but Deuce obviously mixed it up a little bit. He tried to get there first. Ball spills out right to uh, 
to Donovan and Donovan finishes. But Edson, I got to ask you, man, because I'm going to tell you right now where I was, okay? I'm on the top of the couch, ready to freaking lose it because I'm like, dude, it's going to him because Edson's on the far post, right? I'm like, the ball's going to him. He's going to freaking score. It's going to happen, right? Are you thinking that too, Edson, in that point? Are you like, dude, the ball's coming to me. I'm going to finish. Yeah, I was at first. I was like, damn, why Josie played there? But then when I looked at the tape, I'm like, okay, he's been in this position before. And clearly, yeah, he was a better option at that time. Right, was, right. You know, um, he hit it on frame, you know? Yeah. Um, and and um, I'll take that 42 against anybody, you know? Right, right. <laughs> at that time, right. you know? Um, so it was like, we should we should have scored there. Um, yeah. yeah, I thought it was coming to me at first. The ball got loose. And as I was about to, to my right... I see Landon, and I'm like, oh, oh, you about to score. It's like, real quick, we have a whole conversation in two seconds with our eyes, you know? Yeah. And I'm like, oh, oh, you about to score? This is like, what's open? He does, you know? And Good. I just tried to chase him. Like you said, he's the fastest person. Yeah, time. yeah, unbelievable. I was no catching him. He kind of just yeah. batted me away, and I was like, okay, I'll just wait till he slows down right. to join the pile, the pile right. you know? But um, it yeah, was, it was good to be a part. It's like time froze, you know. Yeah. It was kind of strange. But win, you know, a win is a win, and you obviously always been that that humble guy, and the team wins, and that's it. But you're always going to be immortalized as that frame, that picture. It's Landon running to the the corner flag. You're right behind him, and then that pile on afterwards, and that's you know, it's. I don't know if it's the top moment. You know what I'm saying? Because I grew up obviously with that. That Columbia game, you know, that Brazil game when we were in the United States, but it's without question one of those those moments that is always going to be uh, remembered, uh, you know, forever without question. No, absolutely. You know, I give you a fun fact. You know, so Benny <clears throat> so in that picture you mentioned, my dad coached, well, of course, me, right, and Benny Fellhaber. So oh. my dad coached two of the players <laughs> in that picture. There <laughs> you go, man. Up. Perfect. Guy, so my life should play the lottery. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so so after the, the the World Cup, you go to uh, you finally make that move to um, to Europe, and you play for the second division team uh, Ingolstadt, right? Is that how we pronounce Ingolstadt. it? Ingolstadt. 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 There you go. And alles um, gut. Right. So now, what I what I always and I don't know if I've ever talked to you about this. Did you have other offers from other European teams? What made you you know choose to go to Germany? What what was the whole thought process there? Well, that's my first time going to Europe. Right. I, I, I didn't really pay attention to the European game as much um, right. at that point. And I'm still learning to keep track of that. So, so, many, so much social media feeds, mm-hmm. information. And I, I, I like to play the game. Man, and I understand if you want to do business in the game, you have to know the background information. So, right. And who humped you your worth, you know, and all these elements that go into the game. So I was overwhelming when it was after the World Cup, after the season finished. Um, and it's time to go to Germany. I could have went to Turkey. Of course, I well, everybody wants to go to England, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm to go to Belgium. You know, um, you know, I think we're also the teams. There's some teams in the Scandinavian too. But Germany always like, okay, I know they do a lot of fitness. It's time to, you know, try and take yeah. a step up. But um, I never heard of Ingolstadt. I'm like, Who, who's Ingolstadt? You know? <laughs> you know? And then so I did it. Being on the road on my own was a little challenging. Uh, but my agent went over there with me to get the deal done. Yep. And um, I liked it. I, I kind of like At the time, it was a little hard to get acclimated. They train three times three times a day during preseason. Right. And then sometimes twice a day um, for three, three, four times um, a week. If, if we're losing, you know, if we lose a couple games in a row, then it's like, okay, we're going to do double days until you guys figure it out. 
So um, that that was challenging. But um, it, for me, my body adjusts. And uh, being by yourself can be challenging as well. So it's not just about the playing. If I could do it all over, I would have hired someone to get the groceries. You know, I didn't hire that together. I would have hired a chef. You, you mean know? there was no Peapod in Germany? Right. What is that? Peapod? Like, like a, is that the name of it? Like a runner? Or? Yeah. Uh, yeah. So Stop and Shop has a delivery service. It's called Peapod. Oh, yeah, right. yeah. They have, um, they have another Instacart. In the, in yeah, that's right. Yeah. That's right. That's right. Yeah, yeah, that's so, yeah. Those little things, man, little yeah. jewels. Um, get, for your comfort, you know, once you're com- comfortable, um, right. you're able to excel in your profession or in the, on the field. And that applies to anything across the, the, the but you got to be able to thrive in you know, right. uncomfortable situations, right. I would say. So after Germany, you go back to LA, right, for a little, for like a year stint, right? And then you're into, you go to Colorado and you're with um, Big Stu. Big Stu is there, right? Stu's our. Yes, uh, he was there. Youth goalkeeper coach with the Westchester Flames, man. Um, you're there with Colorado, and then go back to LA, and that's where you retire, correct? 2015 is when we uh, call it quits. Yes, yes, and I'm uh, back in LA, absolutely. Back in LA, back in LA. It was uh, I see too many young guys in the locker room. I'm like, so ah, I gotta ask you, the music started to change. So I got. I don't want to be that guy. I gotta ask you this, uh, Edson. So. Now you retire, right? Only eleven players in MLS history to score hundred goals. Were you pissed that uh, Twelman has that one goal more than you when he's in the top ten? Were you? Did you? Did you have a? Did you have a famous Twelman uh, uh, rant when that when that happened? When he scored that um, one goal. This, this, well, I, I have no penalty kicks in my hundred. Ah, there we go. hundred goals, no penalty kicks. So, <laughs> oh, yeah, it's yeah, a good stat, man. Had, you know, That's real. That's, That's real deal. deal. <laughs> yeah, yeah. There you go. Uh, so, but um, if I, you know, I don't mind being. Yeah. I mean, I mean this with admiration behind Absolutely. Taylor Swellman, and um, he's uh, yeah, he's a pretty good goal scorer. Yeah, he's a pretty good goal scorer. <laughs> yeah. I, I would even and, say. Uh, yeah, so my dad used to tell me, "Look at this guy in soccer, America." And I told him the other day when I saw him, I said, my, "Now I get what my dad like. He's very competitive in a yeah. good way. He means well. And he he, he, he comes yeah. he comes from a line of professionals. I think some of his uncles are even dad." Want to play Major League Baseball? Yeah, they were yeah he, was, he was a big baseball, baseball player, player too. Yeah. 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 I, I got respect to that guy. So, yeah. so yeah. but, 12, Tony, but you, gotta, if you remember uh, Tony? If you remember, Pierre played with him at Maryland. Yeah, yeah, he did. And he said that he was. He goes, you know what, man? He goes, he goes. I hated playing against him in training. He goes, the man would always score. But he's yeah. like, he always scored. Always pop up at spots. But you gotta, you gotta love, you gotta love the the thing about the thing about Twelman, man, is like. You know, you always want to feel that passion from the announcer, right? And you can, and you get that from Taylor. Like you could feel the passion. You know what I'm saying? Like you could feel that he's intense, and he goes on those, he goes on those rants, and he, I love it because obviously, yeah. me being someone that's really, uh, you know, into the game and have that passion when they when they show that, it's it's an incredible thing. So, life after the pro career, Edson. Obviously, we all talk about, you know, people talk about it and and that transition. Was it a difficult uh, transition for you, you know, after, after the pro career? Uh, when I finished playing pro uh, after 16 years, I wanted to uh, do nothing with soccer. Like, have nothing with soccer. I just want to do regular. I just want to be normal. I didn't want to go to training. And, um, you know, I was downtown Los Angeles for a little bit as well. And I would come home for the summer. I did a camp here and there. I would do appearances here and there. But what I realized is, your 
you have to exercise. You know, I thought you could just chill. I, I didn't know that your mental health was so connected to your your uh, body, your physical. Absolutely. And, and um, I didn't know people were struggling with this day to day. And it made me tighten it back up a little bit, you know, get back into exercise because I want to be an example for people to exercise so they can think clearly and right. feel good about themselves, right. you know? And um, when I started to feel that, I get I started to get more more anxiety. You know, I'm like first I had to deal with my my insecurities. You know, so I was an insecure person and um, didn't even know that, right? Because New York they teach you got to be you got to stay fly. You know, you got to get jiggy. You know, you got to be You got to be New York tough. You know, you got to say you got to you got to say something slick to get the girl. You know, not realize how simple is more. Right? It's all a facade. You know, it's crap. You know what I mean? That's right. Less is more. Less is more. You know, how's your day doing? You know, and, uh, you know. Do you have plans tomorrow? Like, it's like it's your schedule. These little things, um, in, in, in management, where uh, you know, managing your day and, and the planning, and uh, you know, helping people that look like me. You know, um, just humans. I want humans in general. You know, I think the, there's a moral compass that needs to change, and I, I, I got a chance to understand this when I retired and the integrity of um it has to kick in day to day so I, I look at life now as as um it's a match every day it's game day every day yeah. <laughs> it's like yeah. i thought that you could just eat whatever you know i'm yeah. like oh i have to like really eat, you know my juice and and uh, sleep early because i have to execute my day you know i have to be on a i have to be on a holes today i need you know i have to make sure that you know i schedule my day the right <laughs> way get my stretching and foam roll do my meditation, you know, or yoga, so and, and, and feel fresh, you know, and get my rest. And just like a match, I thought people didn't have to live like that outside soccer. But that's all I knew was um preparing and, and um to play a game and what that looked like. And I'm just applying that that OCD, <clears throat> I would say that OCD that that, mm-hmm. that Tony has. That's what I had as a player. My my dad instilled that to my regular life, um, mm-hmm. and it's there. And just um, get, get to it, and just give all this experience back to the kids. So yes, it was challenging, um, rightfully so. I like the journey. Uh, you know, like I said, I thought I just had to, you know, just show up. But I got to look the part, like I told Tommy in the beginning. And so, um, yeah. <laughs> and uh, and I feel like the common ground um, for everyone to connect, the human connection, is health. You know, yeah. so I think we all can for connect. Sure. Through um, you know, feeling good about ourselves. <clears throat> Absolutely. So a little bit of a lighter question now. We're gonna we're gonna we're gonna a little bit lighter. All right. Of all, all right. the places you've been, what did you enjoy the most when you traveled? Because obviously you've been able to travel a little bit, playing and maybe in your time off on your holidays in the summer and winter breaks and stuff. Where did you most enjoy traveling? Um. And there's only one right answer, by the way. Uh, right, right answer. I'm just kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. My favorite place. I'm, I'm gonna show you right here. Hold on a second. Oh, there you go. Ah. Yeah, Coliseum, dude. <laughs> and that's what Tommy was referring to, by the way, too, man. Well, I was referring to the country, but that's good. <laughs> yeah, the country. Uh, hey, Rome, man. I my what? So where, day, other bro. than Rome, obviously, where in Italy did you go now that I'm intrigued? I went to um, Verona. Verona. Verona, yeah. yeah. Verona, I went there. I, um, I went to, um, where did we play? Um, we played Italy in, in um, Gen- Genua. Genoa, Genoa, yeah. Genoa, yeah. Genoa, went to, yeah. to um, where's, um, Milan's in Rome, right? No, no Milan's in South, yeah, so you went to Milan, because yeah. um, you shopped there. So, Tony, you know, we, have um, a, we have a common problem already. Yeah. Um, a lot of northern cities on that list. Yeah, I've never been, I've never been to the South. 
You have an open invitation I've, I've, to come to the South with I've me whenever you want. To the South. You really? have an open yeah. invitation whenever you want. Yeah, I've yeah. never been to the booth. I'm about to well, I will show you. I will show you a picture no. from my family. If we, so Edson, where I'm gonna do things. Thank you for that time. <laughs> it's beautiful. We're gonna go. I'm gonna beautiful. hold you to that. No, I have. I know, bro. I have bucket. No, 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 no. This is the first year due to the the whatever you want to call it that I have not gone in about five years. I go every year. Yeah. Oh, see, perfect. This so up perfectly. <laughs> well, that, listen, this is this is perfect to segue into the next thing. So now your coaching career, right? Obviously, when you were you told me like when you were on uh, LA and you were still playing. Um, they, they kind of, you know, they gave you the uh, guidance of going to get your B license, right? You got the B license, uh, to, uh, to, to be the, become a coach. Right. And, uh, so you signed with Westchester flames, uh, USL two, you're back home, Westchester County. Um, and what I'm saying is with Tommy talking about, uh, Napoli and stuff like that. Now that we're doing recruiting and stuff, maybe we can go get some players from Napoli, Tommy, maybe we can bring them back up here. Listen, they're not doing a great job with their youth system. So, so I will gladly go over there but, and take those. You see the fifteen-year-old kid they got, by the way. He'll be playing for you. I haven't, I haven't seen him yet. But so, so they have, they have a fifteen-year-old kid. <laughs> he's, he's, he's playing for their their primavera <laughs> under eight. Is, is it one of those fifteen-year-olds that look like they're way older? <laughs> no, no, he's oh, good. Okay. <laughs> he's good. So, but we don't. Well, Napoli doesn't do a good job with their youth team. Yeah. So. Oh. Well, at, at the, you know, we talked about Atalanta. Atalanta does the best. But um, so so Edson, we signed. You signed with the Westchester Flames. And, you know, you, you know, things are looking great and you're like, you know what, I need an incredible assistant coach, man. And you go out and you hire yours truly, man. <laughs> what, what, what was the thought process with that, man? You're like, dude, I got to get someone that's, uh, you know, on point or is it just I got to get a big mouth? Like, because I've been hired just because of being a big mouth before. Tommy knows that. <laughs> no, no, actually, um. Well, I was gonna I, hire him. I saw you. <laughs> I saw you briefly before I knew about the position. You know, and then I yeah. kind of liked the vibe. We met at Yale, right? Yep. I said I was up there with my dad, and then my dad said a few, not a few, good things about you. You know, you no, know, he said it to you actually. Yeah, he did. He was like, man, I wish I had a lot of Tonys down by me. And I'm like, oh, <laughs> he doesn't give compliments for anything. He's like, okay. <laughs> but I know why he's saying that because Tony's very uh, passionate. You know I'm kidding, by the way. Anyway, man, it's yeah. just I wanted. No, I, no, no. no. Yeah. I just I'm giving a build up. You know? yeah. So um, I'm like, man, who? You know, I'm thinking at the time um, that could be assistant coach, and I'm like thinking, thinking. I'm like, wait a minute, the person closer to me that I know. I talk to my god brother like every other day. Yeah, <clears throat> my god brother hangs out with his dad a lot. You know, and, yeah. and then when I when I just saw you not too long, I was like, perfect. This this lines up perfect. Things happen for a reason. Yeah. Um. I don't know. Maybe if I didn't see you for a few years, I don't know if you'd have came to mind. But I just seen you. You know. Yeah. Somehow yeah. we kept in touch. We keep in touch, right? That's it, man. Right. It's yeah. Like, so yeah. So the so Westchester Flames, man. Obviously, we uh, you know lost our first season, uh, you know, due to the virus and stuff. But I think Edson, you you went to you know we did a couple of training sessions and stuff like that. So just in your opinion, man, like current state <clears throat> of youth soccer in the country, man. Like you, I know that you know me and you have had some conversations and you and we've discussed and you're. You know, and I, you know, we kind of after a session or whatever, and and we've we've gone into it. But I'll I'll let you uh, kind of you know to to talk about it now. But what's what is in your opinion the current state of youth soccer in the country? Current state of youth soccer, man. I'm I'm just starting to get my my like my feet wet in this. Yeah, but you know, I, like it's no quick fix. I think players like myself need to get involved. That just retired. That um, you know, has some success professionally. I think a lot of guys that retire my age, they want to be in the booth, right? <clears throat> in the booth, you want to be on the sideline, but no, we need to get on the ground. You know? 
Right. And, um, and encourage these coaches, reassure these coaches um, that you are teaching the right things, but uh, force it, own it, you know, because you can inherit, you know, um, second guessing yourself if you if you if you're being coached by a person that is second guessing themselves and just worships the the people abroad, you know. So there has to be a sense of pride and reassurance. We all need to be be connected, and it starts with us first, and then the kid. Um, don't get sucked into the uh, social media. I would say. Yeah. Um, <laughs> too much, you know, don't don't start feeling yourself because you get a lot of views. But um, I think we all get lessons from all these things. Yep. Um, I heard not not heard, but I saw that um, right now all the clubs are are um, what is it connected to MLS? Like yeah, they're, the they're, DA. All, they're all affiliates now with MLS. Well, the, the DA the DA went the DA, went a, the DA uh, uh, clo- you know shut shut up shop, and then they they uh, now MLS. Uh, Picked up all those teams, yeah. right? Yeah. Um, this this cast system, you know, I think that it's put in place to to weed out, right? The people, uh, I guess, not weed out the people, but kind of reinforce or have a place for guys that just retired to yep. coach at, I guess, you know. So, you know, I guess to monetize it too. There's so many layers to it, yep. but they're trying to figure out. They're trying to tweak it right now, right? They don't have you put it in place now, but next year they might say, okay. We don't know what's going to work until we win, right? It's right. going. <laughs> not going to change for a while. Yeah. No so, doubt. Um, and that's how you know what works is when you win. And uh, so no we'll, see, we'll see how that goes. I have an open mind and ready to work. Huh? So that's the, that's the career. And, and, and we, you know, obviously it's uh, an incredible career, man. And, uh, you know, it's, it's definitely something that, you know, like you said, now you're reaching out <clears> and trying to, show the youth the kind of like how you went through things and now giving you know being mentors to to young players and stuff and obviously being a mentor to myself a you know coach that's still trying to likewise, likewise. To, to 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 come up in the game you know so um we, we, keep we, helping him will you <laughs> <laughs> yeah, hey, listen listen you gotta you know italians like i'm gonna tell you right now man italians italians become great friends with with jamaicans man because we like we calm each other down. You know what I'm saying? Like Edson and Yance calm me down, but I can also bring, you know, like a, you yeah, know the passion and fire to y'all. Like you know, when, when yeah. I first met Yance, when I first met Yance, dude, he was quiet. You, if you talk to Yance right now, man, you'd be like, dude, where? What is he's? He won't stop talking. He's talking yeah. so freaking loud now. Like, but we yeah, we yeah. you know we have a good. There's a good connection. There, I love you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah it's good. I but, do. Um, I love good him. dude. Good dude. I love him. So Edson, I love his dad too. Comes to our games on yeah. Sundays and stuff. He's let's crazy. um, yeah. let's get into it. Too. Let's get into it in true a hole fashion, dude. Uh, we uh, we obviously play a, gu- a fun game here that Tommy's obviously dominated in. Uh, he's four and zero. So Edson's favorite team, uh, City A team. I don't uh, know. You don't have the phone. No, nah, I don't. It, well, I don't know about Tommy. I don't know about Tommy. I don't have anything. Right um, yeah. So look, I even sent you stuff on Instagram already. You don't even know how quick I am. So that's your your uh, favorite city. Our team was AC Milan, obviously growing up, right. and then which was which was pretty cool, man. That uh, 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 Ruud Hulet was uh, your favorite player, and then obviously became your manager, which was a cool uh, cool situation there. So we're gonna go with the AC Milan team in 1990. We know how to play the game, uh, Edson. You'll go first. Um, just say either the uh, the manager or a player, and then Tommy, you go, and then I'll go, and then it comes back to you, Edson. If you don't get it or you repeat it, um, it doesn't. You don't say the name in uh, in three seconds, 
then you're out and then me and Tommy will go back and forth or me and you Edson will go back and forth or if I'm out Edson and, and Tommy you go however it works but uh are you ready to go yeah all right go ahead Edson uh Rune Gullet it's you Tommy it me yeah it's you oh Tassanti uh Ancelotti uh Maldini Albertini Costa Curta oh um uh Overmars? Oh, no, not Overmars. Sorry. Um, Van Basten. Sorry. Van Basten. Van Basten. Van Basten. Two different guys. <laughs> right right card. Gali. Something touch three. Gali. Filippo Gali. Oh, man. Is George Ware on that team? George Ware? Not. Not. Uh, I don't think he was in 90. No, Listen. I don't think so. Yeah, I don't no. think he was there yet. But that's a good one, though, dude. That was, that was a good one. Damn. All right, Tom. Easy. Tom, you ready? Yeah, but easy. Uh, Ancelotti. We say Ancelotti? You said him already. Damn it. I win. Dude, yeah. 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 Five in a row? Five in a row. By the way, I was going Masato at next, Tony. You motivated me. Yeah, but I didn't even do it. See, the thing is, you gotta break, I should have break down the defenders and you do the four straight because they were together for 10 years, right? And then you do the top three where it's Van Basten, Rijkaard, and Hulit, right? Tommy, uh, Tommy has a good. Tommy has a good method. Was Antonioli was in goal, Anto- right? No, 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 no. Antonio, no, no, he wasn't. I don't he think was. in ninety he was. I think he was. No. Who was in goal then? I don't know. You got to look that one up. I don't think he was though. Let me see. All right, so listen. 90. Good job again, Tommy. Again, five and all. That was good, Edson. That was good. Way it was a good one, man. That was yeah, good. Yeah, that was close. Was it ninety one or was it like he he was in the mid to early nineties? So yeah, yeah. So well, he was there. Well, way way was yeah, but way was there. Didn't win the league that year. Yeah, but he was at. By the way, here's for extra points. Extra points. 1990. Who won the Serie A? Okay, I already know this. Who won? Me? You're asking me or him? Either or. Come on, you. I'm not answering that. I'm not even going to do this. You, who won? Who won in 1990? Say. We won in 1990. Who? Napoli. See, sí, claro. No, Frank Barker was on. Uh, 87 and 90, bro. I thought that's when did Samp win? Samp won in ninety one or ninety? Eighty seven and ninety was Maradona sending off but, party before the World Cup. But when Napoli when when did the the um uh Sampdoria win? Sampdoria won ninety one? Ninety one. Okay. See this is what happens. this is what happens. Frank Reichardt was Frank Reichardt was on um AC Milan. What is eighty nine? Ninety and ninety, yeah. yeah. Yeah, 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 and then so all right, so let's get into uh, just a couple quick uh, uh, yeah, news. Been Thirty years since we last won the league. You, yeah, 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 yeah. you guys have been, you guys have been all over. You guys <sighs> have been burns. You guys have uh, toured the. the you guys have toured the whole Italian league, Tommy. City of mm-hmm. G, City of B. Anyway, so so Edson, we're gonna do uh, we're gonna do some City on news, man. Uh, you know, obviously, whatever you know, whatever you want to uh, you know, add into it. I, I brought up a couple of points. I think that you would. Uh, you know, like to, uh, you know, put your uh, take on it. So Balotelli, man, Balotelli misses uh, training again. Um, there is actually discussion that LA Galaxy actually reached out to uh, to Brescia and to see if they can get uh, get a deal done. But you talked about, like, the, the mental side of the game, man. Like, I'm sure you've seen Balotelli play in, like, his career and stuff like that. Obviously phenomenal talent, but there's something there. There's something that he's dealing with, and obviously he's dealt with a lot of racism and things like that. And you could see the emotions that are, um, you know, that are, that are saturating in, in his head. Um, one, what do you, what is your opinion on Balotelli? Kind of what he's dealing with? And did you have any players 
um, as you went through your career that you said, man, that dude is so freaking talented. If he just got his mind right, he could, you know, he could be that talent. You have, you have to deal with any of that? Yeah, well, there's a lot of things I've dealt with from like, you know, tender mind as a young person, right. you know, young, younger part of my life or, you know, earlier stage of my life. And it's how you need the tools. You need to be taught the tools, how to diffuse things, man. And uh, sometimes when you, uh, most of the time when you have money, there you gain this entitlement, right? right. And, and you think you're owed something. And uh, But respect should be mutual. But going into this, when you have this, this you know, light on you and you're a good player, you're kind of a target, right? right. And um, I had an incident in Munich where I was warming up and I heard these monkey noises. And I'm like, what's that? First, I didn't even think it was a monkey. I was like, what the hell is that noise? Wow. I turned around and I, I started laughing. I was like, oh, those are the monkey noises. And then I, when they saw my impressions, you know, like, they just stopped. They laughed out loud, they stopped. You know what I mean? Wow. But I'm about to turn around and say, ah, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. You know yeah. What happened, you know? yeah. But um, yeah. I'm not saying I did turn, I'm not encouraging it or condoning it, but it's like, <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's, but, you know, um, it, it's, um, they pay for your ticket, you know, and you should show respect. Right. Even, but I think you should be a way to defuse it. Most people should, those people should be removed, I guess, from right. the stadium. Yeah. I guess they should be removed because it has the history behind it, you know, right. um, and that that's that's the problem. Um, but we should be educated. We should be educated. And um, so finally, like, like I said, the moral code got to change. Right. You know, there's, there needs an no adjustment. There needs an no adjustment. What would it be like? And Tommy, you can obviously chime in too here. If he go, if he goes to LA, dude, like Zlatan came in and it was like, is he, is, is he coming in? He, no. Well, there's a there's a there's a thought. So basically, he, I mean, and, and and as you know, he's he has the MLS and LA Galaxy written all like he's definitely someone that would Mario shine there. Mario Balotelli, in my opinion, I think I'm about, I'm about, you tell better than me, sir. You know, <laughs> but I'm just thinking. I'm thinking the MLS is 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 perfect for him. You know what I mean? I think that he. What do you What do you think, Tommy? What do you think? So you know you want him at Napoli. I know that you already yeah, said right, that. Yeah, right, right. But like, if if he's gonna cut, let, let's pretend he's coming to MLS. Right. I'd rather. I think for in terms of demographics and how he's built, I think New York is more of a better setting than LA for him. I think New York is a tougher, grittier city. And I've said this before on our podcast, which is why I think he would fit in Naples. And I think the same of New York City. Like, New York fans would embrace him the way they embrace Charles Oakley, Anthony Mason, (laughs) Patrick Ewing. Like, that's the kind of guy he could be in New York. And if he's scoring goals for fun. Which he will. Forget about it. Like. Because I think you put him in L.A. and Chicharito's already there and you kind of got that whole... I, I just don't think the two of them would mix. I think he's got to be the guy if he's going to be on a team and okay. let him be in New York. Probably the way they both play it would be tough. Probably He's probably closer to NYCFC style of play. Smaller field, um, can get the ball in the box more. But I think New York is a better setting than L.A. That's yeah. just my opinion. You agree with that, Edson? Yeah, I agree with that. Yeah, I agree with that. Yeah, I agree with that. I mean, Hollywood, we got character there. They got characters in LA. Yeah, you know what yeah. I think he needs to bring himself to New York. I'm here too, so it's good to see him play. Yeah. I would love to have him in New York. Yeah. And like, you think about him and 
the Yankees and the Knicks yeah. and the like, could you see them in the front row of Madison Square Garden? Oh yeah, yeah. yeah like yeah, yeah, how yeah. cool would it be on Celebrity Row next yeah. to Spike if Spike yeah. ever goes back? Yeah. God. Oh yeah, man. I'm a diehard <laughs> Knicks fan, and that yeah, killed yeah. me, by the way. Yeah, but, yeah, yeah. You know, like him in the front row at a Garden would be. Like, that's what I want to see. I don't, yeah. you know, I don't. Which was an interesting one. I thought this was kind of funny. I don't know what you guys think about it is. I didn't even know this. Dennis Rodman has a daughter that's like a phenomenal soccer player. Did you She's guys know this? Time. She's big yeah. time. Like big that. time player. She's big time. Her name's Trini- Trinity Rodman. And yeah. uh, Rodman got on. And uh, this is for you, Tommy, because it's a Napoli guy. And he, he, he went at Patania and he was like, listen, I just want to let you know that I think you're a bulldozer. And, uh, you know, when my daughter plays against you. Uh, this whole thing and went into this whole like kind of rant, but I thought it was interesting. I just wanted to know if you guys knew that Trinity was like a baller. Oh, yeah. I had no idea. I've seen, I've seen videos and like I know people that coach in the ECNL and have coached against her. Yeah, and are like she's an absolute freak. And like, she's a basketball player too, right? She played basketball. And they say that not only is she athletic, she's technical too. Like, yeah, that she can yeah. that she can roll and that they're like, listen, she's got every tool in the toolbox. Huh. Like they think that she's very very good. Yeah, I haven't seen her playing, so I'm you looking forward her? to that. I've seen her play, okay. but I hear good things. She's and she's like the the leading scorer on the number one team in the country. And they said I've heard that like oh. the front three on that team is all three of them are like it's almost Ed, impossible. Edson, do you ever meet uh, Rodman? Uh, no, I've never met Rodman. I've never no? crossed paths with him. No, no, no. Not, can't recall. No. Yeah. <laughs> you would recall, no. wouldn't you? You would yeah, recall. Yeah, would, yeah, would. yeah, tall guy. You know, I, I bet probably not Yeah, he was tall. That would be the reason you would recall yeah, yeah, meeting yeah. him. Yeah. So, <laughs> so you it, saw Carmen Electra next to him. Yeah. Yeah. I say yeah. that I saw I saw Carmen Electra out one night in New York a long time ago where yeah. I got where I was intimidated to look over there yeah. like Pella, you know. So 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 Edson, first off, all right. So so Edson, let's end it on this, man. We got some uh, questions that we uh, posted on, uh, you know, actually we posted something on Instagram for people to ask you questions. This one's from uh, from Matt King. Uh, Legit Matrix is his uh, Instagram. Who is the greatest player you ever played with and why? Ooh, man, greatest player. It's tough, man. Um, man, I, I, I would have to say, man, so I'm better to the impact. I see, I play with some skillful players. Where like Derby Jorge, you know, yeah, Jeff Jeff Cunningham, you know, um, he's good too. Beckham, impact, you know, Donovan. Yeah. You know, just yeah. the, the the fit, and you know he can goals and carrying the American uh, flag on his back against the yep. team. You know, he's pressure carrying the whole league. You know, <sighs> yeah, a lot of players um, that I can think of. I mean, Bride, he's good too. Um, damn, I have to say, I might have to give it to man. Robbie Keane was good too. Yeah, Robbie Keane. Yeah, was, yeah, he was good. Um. I'm at the best. I'm a Jeff Cunningham fan. I feel like yeah. if Jeff Cunningham was given that green light, yeah. you could have yeah. saw more of him. Yeah. But um, impact, I'm going to say Beckham. Yeah. 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 Gerard, too. Gerard was good, too. Jeez. Yeah. Um, Man, it's got to be like a tie between like Bobby King. Yeah. That impact with Beckham, you know, his professionalism. 
So the best. Yeah, yeah, probably those two. Uh, Yuri Jorkiev was good too. He beat you. I was gonna say Jorkiev must have. You guys, you, you guys remember? Oh, hey, this guy, he really? was a ball. <laughs> but he hey, so I gotta good. really, I gotta really make a list one day. And yeah. This out. Like, this By the way, do you guys remember? Yeah, do you remember when Jorkiev was caught watching the 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 French uh, final? Remember that? Yes. I was in New England. I was in New England. And he, remember in, he, he took like, for yeah. yeah, remember he took for, he some st- uh, stick for that. But all right, so we were like, we were like, where, where's the dude? <laughs> <laughs> where in Boston dude, that's awesome. That's yeah. awesome. You know, I'm, in, I'm in my bed like this watching <laughs> and, and friend scores and they just show Yuri. He celebrated a crap. I'm like, okay, into the World Cup. Oh, <laughs> playing New England tomorrow. You know what I mean? <laughs> So, all right, here's the here's the second one. Uh, this is uh, from our good friend Christina Bajo, uh, Tommy. All right, our lawyer, our lawyer. Uh, yeah, yeah. Christina so of course, Bajo of course, she came up with this one. So she, you have to pick one team. All right, and remember, Edson, I'm your assistant coach. We're good friends, right? You have to pick one city A team: Inter, Napoli, or Juve. Who do you pick? Uh, Inter, Napoli, or Juve? Inter, Napoli, or Juve? One team. You have to pick one team. If you had to pick a one one team right now, who would you pick? So I'm pick Inter. I would pick Inter oh. because you know. God, I'm I'm Inter. I'm hanging no, I'm a ho. I'm a ho. I'm a ho. Yeah, ho. I'm hanging up. So so now so now Christina Christina is very happy, right? Because Christina's I an Inter. I just heard that. <laughs> well, I think we bonded. Hold on, hold on, Tommy, Tommy, Tommy. Edson's Jamaican, right? And he picked the international team, right? Yeah, what? Who cares? What you saying, right? Yeah, yeah, I was a hole about. I there, yeah, there you, like there you go. There you go. And Napoli, so I went with the other team. Here's uh, here's an interesting one. Here's an interesting one for you, Edson. All right, and it's the opposite. <laughs> and it's as simple as this, right? In or out? All right. It's from uh, our good friend Frankie Francis with FM Soccer Talk. <laughs> He wants to know it, what basically what he means by in or out is so every every Tuesday night they have a uh, open play soccer league and basically Frankie sends out this great email and it's just phenomenal he, he goes over the top you want to talk about OCD man this dude is like it's the most, like, organized, it's the most organized open run ever. this dude's been running this for like 20 years he wants to know if you're in or out so basically he's asking you <laughs> you want to play one night it's it's Tuesday night. It's nine thirty. It's in Stratford. It's it's Kyle's old stopping ground. Kyle used okay. to play there a lot. It's good friend. It's good uh, good friend Omar who developed uh, Kyle at uh, with Beachside. He owns the facility. So are you in and out, dude? That's what he wants to know. I'm in, man. I'm oh, in. there we go. There we go. That's it, baby. All right, Frank. We'll get we'll get that's in there, man. I'll I'll get it all set up. Right. <laughs> Just and make then, sure AJ's not there when no, 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 hell no, hell no. I still, got, I still got my meniscus. Yeah, I, I play off the ball when I play those games. So people, I know people don't like to track their runners. So yeah. So all right. True. So, Especially when there's walls. So Gabagool, Gabagool just texted me, man. Uh, you got it. I'm, I'm just, just bear with us, right? You know Gabagool. Gabagool is on on the show. He, he does his uh, give three, uh, take three, right? So he's got three for you. I'm gonna just go real quickly with this, Edson, right? Favorite? Oh God, what did he say? So, favorite coach you uh, you played for in your career? I, I would say, uh, man, man, favorite coach is Yorkie. Yorkie Klinsman. Yorkie. Yeah, nice. Nice. Uh, so, okay. So, this was an interesting one. This this brought up a big debate, man, and I, I got heated with this one, right? 
Does he agree with Lala saying that the soccer version of MJ, who is considered the GOAT, is CR7? Does he, do you think Lalas was correct in saying that CR7 is basically the Michael Jordan of soccer? Just to be clear, how you answer this will define your invitation to Italy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he was tripping. I actually commented on that post, and I, yeah. I just put Pelé. Right, 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 right. That's right. close enough. I can accept so, I think he did it. I can like, accept I, Pelé. I, yeah, I can't. Even though I don't agree, yeah. I can accept it. Yeah, that's fine. That's fine. He's a Maradona. He's a Maradona. And so yeah. am I, by the way. I'm that's Maradona. Kyle. Kyle's Maradona, too. Yeah. Um, yeah. So that's cool. But um, yeah, I think he did it to like start controversy, too. Yeah. Know? Yeah, of course. So like, he always does. Yeah, I think, you know, who knows what he really feels. He, like when he said Keller was the best goalie in the world in 2006, yeah. that made me laugh. Yeah. Um, oh, really? Yeah, and he was in the same group as Petr Cech and Buffon. That was fun. So here's a, here's, here's a third here's a third one. That's in uh, from uh, Gabagool. Which player gave you the most difficulty when playing against them? In terms of obviously a defender. What was the defender that you were just like, damn, like this guy? Um, tough defender. Who did I play? Parkers. Parkers was tough. I hate playing the part. Not, yeah. not because he was tough, because he liked to anticipate. You know, yeah. I'm like, mm-hmm. I'm like, ah, oh, he looks like he's not moving slow. Then I punch it. I'm like, ah, oh, he got me again. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> then he's like right next to me. Then I gotta like turn back around and play it back. You know, it's like, yeah, you know, yeah. He was good. He played Beckenbauer. You know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but I used to hate playing against defenders like that. Would kind of yeah. just drop off and drop off. Maybe, you know? Yeah. It's a weird style. So, last one. Is that fireworks? (laughs) Fireworks. (laughs) Last one. Last one uh, is from Johans Martin, dude. Upper Grassy Greens. Right. When did you find out? When did you find out you fell in love with the game? Like, at what point were you like, "I love the game. That's it. This is what I want to do." At what point? Um, when I got my first Nike package, I'll just leave it there because that probably was the thing. <laughs> <laughs> I got my first Nike package. That is great. Like, that is um, great. I was like, oh, look at this, the runners, and then they had like um, they had like the turfs, and they had like the runners, and then I was like, oh, I'm going to run it immediately. Yeah. You know, and I, I had like you know some gear, some shirts, and stuff. It was like dark. I was like ran by a cemetery like it was nighttime. <laughs> I, was, I, was I was fearless and Nike made me fearless and I was yeah. like I want to make it to be pro yeah. I need more gear that's know? awesome and I wasn't about the money it's about the gear so that's great we, ha- we obviously <laughs> we have to we have to end this on obviously the a-hole a-hole fashion right and so if you guys get the opportunity me and Edson talked about this yesterday because I didn't see this I, I it, was, it was just hilarious if you guys get the opportunity go on YouTube and there was a show for ESPN it was called uh, uh, sports science, right? And Edson's on there, and the guy breaks down like you know the impact of getting hit in football or whatever it is. Yeah, yeah, I never, I never knew Edson was on this until I saw I didn't this. Know right? you were on it either. So it is the funniest. It is the funniest thing, Tommy. I swear to God, right? So the guy is asking Edson questions, and he's like. You know what do I what am I supposed to do? And Edson's like, you know, obviously protect your you know your goods, right? And then you can put your arm up right at. And then the guy goes, well, it's gonna hit me in the face. And Edson's like, yeah, well, that's what you wanted to do, right? And uh, he's like, yeah, but the, well, I don't get it. Like he's like, listen, he goes, if you duck out of the way, the goalkeeper's gonna get freaking pissed at you. Your the wall is meant to be there, right? So Tommy, he hits a seventy-two mile an hour shot you at did. this guy. Edson did right. <laughs> Dude, when I tell you the impact, it hit his freaking ear. It like def- <laughs> you—it's the funniest thing. It deformed the dude's ear, right? 
And like Edson just runs over and he's like, yo, sit down, like relax, man. You like it'll it'll sting for a little bit. I don't know if the guys I don't know if the guys got a because like we've all been there. Yeah, right, right. But what I'm saying is like if you didn't play if you didn't play soccer, you don't understand. Because Edson's telling me he's like, bro, don't worry, like, you know, it stings a little bit, it'll go away. The guy's like concussed. Like you could tell he's like shut and he wants it too. He's like asking for it because he got to do this experiment. But it was a it was an awesome Guys, if you guys get a chance, just go on there. You write in Edson Buttle in the YouTube, and it'll be right there. Uh, it, it was really good. But Edson, tell us real quickly, man, because in that video you have uh, – uh, your, your your tooth is out, right? So yes, tell man. us that story, man. It's a, cr- it's a crazy story when you were growing up, man, when you lost that tooth. Well, in fifth grade, I was playing at recess, playing at recess, and yeah. we played football that day. Yep. So I, apparently I caught an interception, and then I came down on the kid's head. So I don't even remember. Someone right. told me this, but yeah. I woke up in the nurse's office with my tooth in a cup and toothless, you know, and I walked in the mirror and I was like, what happened to my tooth? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I was playing recess. So I got a root canal in that time and wow. um, the Shit. nerve died. And of over time, the other tooth, you know, kind of overlapped. Yeah. Kind of, it overlapped. Yeah. And that's what looked, made the illusion as if it was chipped. You know? Chips, so, yeah. Yeah. you know, so I had it for a long time. Yeah. You know, so I used to kind of laugh like this, then it embrace it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Fixed it in 2010. <clears throat> yeah. And, uh, but, uh, yeah, it was, uh, it was a crazy situation. Um, but it definitely added to some of that, you know, engagement. You know, right. Trauma. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. All right, so Edson, thank you so much, man, for uh, getting onto the show. I mean, we ran almost freaking two hours over here, man. Yeah, it's, it's, I mean, it's, it's, it's been, been a privilege. It's honestly. absolutely yeah, been a privilege, been, man. Yeah, I, uh, congratulations, and thank you guys for having me. You know, the introduction was lovely. I think I like the vibe, and I think we get better as you get along. That's the goal, right? And, yes, um, for sure. Man, much success. You know? Absolutely, man. Thank so, uh, Edson, again, thank you so much, man, and we'll, uh, you know, it's, uh, you know, Take you know we're we're that uh, a hole uh, status now, man. With pride, now that you become no, will, uh, an official member, and um, I don't have to do two hours next time. We can do yeah, ten minutes. I yeah, come back. You know what I mean? Make <laughs> sure. I'm invited. Hopefully, I did all right. Abs- absolutely. I make sure. Come back whenever you, you want, man. You see whenever how I invited want. myself? Yeah, you know, I did that. I come back whenever you want. Make sure you want. uh you guys check out uh Etsin uh with uh you know Instagram Instagram is uh Etsin Bottle. Uh, Etsin, you want to plug the uh, website yet, man? Or yeah, you can do Edson yeah. Buttle Ed, soccer. Yeah, Edson. Go ahead, sorry. Edson, Edson Buttle soccer. So that's my that's my um you know website. Yep. And, um, Edson Buttle on Twitter. Right. right. And Edson Buttle on um Instagram. Yep. And and Facebook. Yes. Yeah. Edson Buttle as well. Yeah. <laughs> and guys, make sure um when the league gets going again, you guys uh, come and check us out uh, with the Westchester Flames. We got big uh, big plans this. Uh, this coming summer, Tommy. Hopefully, you develop some players over at Columbia, man. We can keep everybody uh, in house, yeah, right? Sure. Um, also, I got to give a quick shout out, man, to our uh, t- t- Tommy. I think this is the biggest fan we have, dude. This guy is like, who's he's, this? He's from Brook. He's from actually. I'm sorry. He's from New Jersey. His name's uh-huh. Tony. His name's Tony Fabry, dude. He had a pizza yeah, place. He, yeah, I know. He, yeah. he is. He absolutely. I mean, every time we post, that, he's immediately on mm-hmm. there. He's actually a. Na- he's basically your neighbor in uh, in uh, Ischia. He's from uh, Monte di. Uh, uh, I, can't, I don't know how to pronounce it over here. Po- uh, Posida, uh, Monte di Posida. I think it's called. Um, his dad's a Napoli fan, but he's a Juve fan, Tommy, unfortunately, dude. This unfortunately. Like right. Right. Not but the other thing, too, is, man, to Tony, dude, uh, we're going to send him some gear, whatever. He, he lo- Dude, he lost his pizza place, man, because of the pandemic, man. Like, he had a pizza place. Really? In, and, uh, you know, that was his – it was it was his life. That's it was sad. his dream. So, 
you know, it's uh, we're gonna. I know that it doesn't change anything, but obviously we're gonna send him some gear and uh, hopefully uh, because sure. he's, he's a big fan. He, every time he's like, he's you know, it's my favorite city. Yeah, podcast. I love you guys. And so shout out to uh, Tony uh, and the family sure. over there, man. Things and, will get uh, be- things will get better for sure, dude. That without that yeah, without a doubt. For sure. And so, quick shout out to Down the Pub Podcast who just reached out to us yep. today, wanted us to come on. Yep. Um, they're up in Nova Scotia, and yep. their their podcast is mainly like ours. It's about the Premier League and then all yeah. the re- other things football. But shout out to Down the Pub. Thank you for listening. Listen, and, you know we're definitely going to reciprocate. Me and Tommy call out what they, what do they call down 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 the pub? Down the pub. All right, we call out Down the Pub. We're going to do a plater managed for EPL, and then they're going to do a, a plater managed for City. Ah, man, we call you sure. guys out. All right, uh, for a nice little battle there. But again, going back to uh, Edson, Edson, thank you so much, man. And uh, and uh, you know, again, this was just an incredible interview, and I hopefully you know it definitely reaches out to a lot of the youth out there. Um, and uh, and uh, you know, they they see like you know, it doesn't have to be the standard of in terms of how you develop. It could be a little bit off off the uh, you know off the uh, paved road, if you will. You know what I mean? You got to you got to climb you got to climb some mountains uh, in in that pathway to. Uh, to, yeah, to, to that group, and, you know, and, and I know things haven't opened up yet in New York, but we got outdoor restaurants and bars open in Connecticut. So you're welcome right? to come up and hang out. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I do it at Stanford. Yeah, you gotta get. Yeah, we yeah we went out to. I meet, yeah. I meet Luke, Luke the trainer, you know. Yeah, Luke, Stanford. Luke's uh, Luke's a good guy. Actually, oh, you're gonna come out to Stanford. Yeah, Stanford, yeah. Stanford. No, there's some good. The, the, you know the no. pier over there, Tommy. They opened up the pier. Um, and uh, we're at Harbor Point. Har- Harbor Point, yeah, exactly, exactly. What's yeah. the where the, like so, sign of the whale is in Fortuna? Yeah, Fortuna. So yeah, me and Edson ate at Fortuna, and then the uh, the Mexican restaurant there, man. The Mexican restaurant's it awesome. Was good. I, I that was, was a good, good one actually. too. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. I forgot the name, but all right, guys, Edson. Thank you so much. Okay. All right, we'll pleasure. see you. You can chop this up. You can do so many different parts. There's so many things you can. Oh yeah, absolutely, dude. We will. We'll do it. All right, Tommy. Nice. All right, guys. We'll see you later. Tommy, take care, bud. All right, guys. Have a good night. All right, guys. Bye. Bye.